What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Did you notice what I brought to the table? Uh, Vaseline. <laughs> it's a pretty large it jar. Was, of, it's a substantial size. Well, yeah, we'll see how the weekend goes. <laughs> but I bought this uh, for my lips. Uh-huh. Now, I know my lips aren't this big. You know, so this should last me a while. I like how there's cocoa butter in there, too, which and is I, slightly racist. I kind of I, I <laughs> I, I went, oh, look, with cocoa butter. And it does actually smell and taste like, smell that. Smell like chocolate. It's kind of nice. Oh, shit. Right? Ooh. Right? Oh, man. Just like a big snort of that. <sighs> oh, I wish you people could smell this. God. that Okay. That does. I love the smell of cocoa butter anyway. So anyway. I, uh, I don't know. You know, I have my face fried. So this is one of the things I wanted to get. I wanted to get Vaseline for different parts of my body, whatever that means. And I mean, uh, I would eat that out of a butt. Like, that's, that's, right. that's really, really good. Right. I mean, just, you can just like, ah. Uh, you know, so which is kind of nice. This actually brings up something that happened like about 12 hours ago when I was at work last night. Oh, really? There's this one nurse. God, your work is getting kind of a rough. Yeah, it's shit's <laughs> getting a little bit rough at the hospital. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we have this one nurse uh, who's a little bit hood, uh, and she tries her best to hide it. Yeah. But like she and I have had conversations and she comes from a pretty fucking rough area. But she, um, I... Well, not me, my coworker called her on a little two-way radio so I can hear the whole conversation, right? And you hear, she's like, hey, I'm in, I'm in the, this patient's room. The patient's a little bit worked up. He's getting he's getting nasty. And then you hear like, she's like, hey, you better stop it. I'm telling you, don't do that again. Like this guy was like maybe getting a little oh, bit. Oh, wait, like, so you, to, you, like, can, I, you, can, you can chime in and hear what they're what's going on I can hear there? what's going on because my coworker called on a two-way radio. You oh, know, okay. They're called Voceras, right? A little okay. two-way radio. Yeah. So you, 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 it's voice activated, you know, or you press a button and go, you know, call so-and-so and it'll call them and like, Hey, we're in a patient's room. What's up? Uh, and then she goes, well, you know, this guy's being a little unruly. Can you check on this? And she's like, no, nope, no, nope. I told you, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. She said that to the patient <laughs> and you could hear that hood coming through. And I was like, Oh yeah. How old is this patient? I wonder. Uh, who cares? Like he's going to die soon anyway. Right, so, so he didn't like, really know what that yeah, meant. Yeah, I, no, he didn't know what that meant. But I think he understood the tone, right? Because he stopped apparently. Okay. So I busted up laughing, and and all I can remember is like, the, do, you ever, do you remember the early nineties? Yes, I remember the early nineties. In general, no. I you know, let me finish the fucking. Sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. You remember in the early nineties, <laughs> NWA broke up, and Ice Cube was 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 he was one of the first ones to come out with his own solo shit. Yes, well, not one of the first ones. He was the first one to be real well, popular. He, he it was before left. Dr. Dre. He yes. left. He was yes. yeah. So, uh, but one of his first hits was like ninety or ninety one. His one of uh, Cube's first hits was check yourself. So you better chickity check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself because mm-hmm. shotgun shells are bad for your health. Like there's just like just fucking phenomenal shit right. which i had forgotten all about this stuff because like i listened to the you know dr dre is a chronic snoops you know whole catalog but specifically doggy style like all that stuff. I, I love all that stuff because i thought i was this really cool badass 12 year old fucking you know white guy white from rat. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh and but but i for, i had forgotten about that when she said check yourself before you wreck yourself i could think of it. so i went on this I went down this kind of rabbit hole of listening to a bunch of early 90s gangster rap. 
And Which I, is really good. It is really, really good. What, ha- I, what happens but, is we all want newer music, right? What's this? What's the latest? And, and you get and on, you get on that love, train. I love that stuff too, but yeah. I've been, I then I get reminded of shit from, from the past. Like there's a, before I go into this next thing, so the Vaseline thing and anybody who's listening, I'm trying to think, I know of like a handful of people who listen to this podcast that will remember this song. It, was, it's a, it wasn't a hit because it was incredibly explicit. It was not a radio friendly anything, mm-hmm. but it's called No Vaseline. And it was Cube talking shit about the other members of NWA. Oh, when he left, and he was no Vaseline as a reference to fucking them in the ass with no with no right. Vaseline. That's right. like the name of the song, and in each verse is about a different person. But then he he's, oh he said uh, he has these great fucking rhymes. Easy E used to, what is it? Easy E. Easy used to represent Compton. Now he lives in Riverside. Like just like fucking talking all sorts of shit. Right. But there's one line I'm trying to remember. It was like Easy E, uh, Easy E would be better hanging from a tree. Uh, Easy E hanging from a tree. The only thing better would be some Vaseline, a match, and some gasoline. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, no Vaseline, a match, and some gasoline hanging from a tree. Easy. I was like, what? Fucking cube. I was like getting all. I was getting fucking like. I was like summing my. Fucking gangster. He wasn't at like work uh, last night. beating around the bush, or he wasn't like. No, 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 <laughs> yes. he was not. No, he was not. No Vaseline. It's a great fucking song. But anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check it out. Uh, check it out. Check that one out. Chickity, chickity, re- chickity. Check yourself before you really wreck yourself. <laughs> uh, I ro- just hang on one second. I have to. I have to get this this right. Uh. Oh man, the bigger the cap, the bigger the peel, and who gives a fuck about punk ass villain? I mean, just like Easy as a dick is smelling MC Ren shit. Tried to tell you a year ago, but Willie D. I mean, I mean, let me go hoe to hoe with these motherfuckers. I mean, just this is real shit. This is not this dumb mumble rap garbage that's going on right now. This is real fucking. I forgot shit. what the rift was. He just thought he wasn't getting enough uh, uh, credit, I guess, for some I don't of, think the, some he of would, the raps. It, it's something like that. It wasn't like enough credit. I'm trying to remember this. If Mailman Mike were here, he would set, set me fucking straight. But if I remember correctly, it had uh, the, the reason Cube left is because he was not getting hardly any verses, and he's. I mean, all those guys were talented, but me personally, I think Cube had the absolute best rhymes and the best flow. He had the, like the better voice. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre wasn't all that awesome in NWA. He was integral part to the whole group because yeah, he, pull, he, he pulled it together. Right, he, he knew what they had. But he's not like Dre's got great rhymes, but Dre was. By the not, way, how's Dre doing? Dre with didn't his, fucking uh, head explode. Uh, he, I think he's still in the hospital, but oh, he's okay. A head explosion. I can't believe you fucking said that. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm worried that's what's going to happen to me. Like, I'm just going to, like, we're going to be talking right now, and, I, and I'm just going to have this blowout in my head. You're, it, it is absolutely possible that that could happen. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck MC Ren, Dr. Dre, and Yellow, but if they were as smart as me, Easy E would be hanging from a tree with no Vaseline, just a match and a little bit of gasoline. Light them up, burn them up, flame them. Tell them <laughs> that Jerry Curl's gone. Whoa. What the fuck is up now? And look, Cube... I love you. You need another album because the family movies are fucking killing us. Yes. But but here's the thing, though. I, I was this girl I was, uh, that I work with, girl, this woman I work with, she's like 24, but she has older brothers and sisters, so she listened to this stuff. She was born in 1995 or 96. Way, this was way before her time, but she had brothers and sisters that are way older than her, so she grew up listening to that stuff, and I was like... Honey, I don't think you realize just how fucking nasty that shit was. Like, there were real skirmishes and real shit going on. 
and uh, you know, East yeah, Coast, West Coast, each other. literally people killing yeah. each other. And she's like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." I'm like, "No, let, let, let's play some of this." So, chickity check yourself. Like when that chick's or that, that, that sorry, that uh, nurse said that that about that or to that patient. I'm like, that's a radio friendly. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, there's no real cussing. It's not lewd, right. but he does mention, you know, fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hose like you were bad for my health. Like, like shit like that. Like each verse is what what's bad for him. But it wasn't really that bad. So it was on the radio. It was on MTV. But the rest of the album, every album Cube ever did was shit that was not, it was like two life Not family friendly. Not yes. family friendly at all, unless your family's fucked. One of the funniest uh, applications of that song, uh, it's just called Check Yourself or? Yeah. That's how it is? Okay. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Let's look at the time. Yeah. Anyway, one of the funniest applications of that song was in the movie Due Date. Do you ever see Due Date? I did. It's with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and, and uh, Zach, Zach Galifianakis. I do remember that. Some of that was filmed out here. They landed here in Kingman to film some of that movie. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they landed here. They did an airport scene here. I don't know. About and then the, they and then they. Yeah, I don't think it was an airport scene. They, no. if, if you see, there's a chunk in the movie where you can tell it's right around when they're driving. They're on driving some desert road. And like, don't they go to the Grand Canyon? Yes, before they to to, to, to dump his coffee oh God. can full of his father's ashes which is the typical i can't remember did it happen there too where like every single time you try to dump ashes it blows around and gets all over everybody did that happen in this movie too i, I think remember. so yeah sure i think so did. they also put it in coffee i think there was a someone was making some coffee and they actually it's fucking gross any, so anyway that anyway. movie so they're driving i can't remember who um oh who was the it was supposed to be a either god damn i can't remember the actor's name but they were stopping on the way here they, God, what was the scene? Anyway, they're driving. They put him in the back of the pickup truck. Yeah. And this black actor has, I don't know if he was supposed to be a sports star or something like that, but they're driving. There's a, there's Robert Downey Jr. and this black guy, the actor, which I know you've, uh, he's a well-known actor anyway. And that song is playing and they're going over bumps because he, you know, he hates Zach Galifianakis. So there's like speed bumps. So he's slowing down. He goes, no, no, man, just go faster. So he's launching him up and he's boom, going <laughs> over the back. And that song is playing. Why they're uh, it's a perfect application for it <laughs> yeah. because it makes no sense, which makes it perfect, right? I could check it is called check yourself, okay? No Vaseline. Well, we have Vaseline, we do have we do for have Vaseline. the show. We did some, uh, some uh, uh, co- we did some uh, god damn it, latte, yeah, we coffee did latte. a couple lattes, yep, and some uh, fantastic gouda. Oh my god. I can't believe I'm gonna talk about this. Like, about the, gouda? I, 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 yeah, well, it's gouda <laughs> dip. It's, it's, it's fucking, it's a gouda dip, but it's like fucking salad. Like, it's got, it's got, it, it's, it's shaved smoked gouda. Yes. Mixed in with a little bit of red onion and mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, eggs. There's egg yolk in that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like it. It's fucking right. I delicious. Bought, I bought it at uh, Smith's. You know, they have that. They have a decent, uh, not a bad cheese. Uh, Smith's is trying so hard to be a very gigantic, low rent uh, uh, Trader Joe's. Kind, which, kind of, sort of, yeah. The, and they're it's all, not bad. It's probably the best. The Kroger, the, best, the yeah. Kroger back east are like that too. Like, they, right. like the the one that's in. Like but we're my, talking about where we're living right now. Yeah, but this is yeah yeah. So anyway, they've got some decent cheese, and they've got that other stuff that we had last week. But I've got some other. What's that version of cheese with now has espresso sprinkled on it? We're it gonna, doesn't. Try that it doesn't. It's be- Bella, Bella Vita, not Bella Vita. I can't remember what it's called, but it's Bella Velvita. It's no. not Bella Velvita. <laughs> it's just pronounced Belvita, actually. No, it's some fancy cheese from Wisconsin 
that isn't a style of cheese. It's their own style. It's like yes. a proprietary style. We looked it up and said, what is this? And we and thought it was like, going to fall into a category, yeah. but they, they made their own. All they do is they age it with different things. Like it's there's one that's aged. Fantastic. Like, there's smoked ones. There's uh, the balsamic vinegar one is one you got. And there was a Merlot one. They the said. Merlot one, it just tastes like wine and cheese. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And then now yeah. you've got one that's espresso. We're going to try that during We're the gonna break. We're going to try that during the break. But yeah. cheese talk with Paul <laughs> and Joe. Hello, listeners. Cheese. What was that? I don't know. There's just noises going. There's on. a lot of noises out here, man. This place is fucking haunted. It's the the the, the ghosts we, of we heard a big past. rumbling before we started. There was like a big rumbling out there, and you, before there was another one. I said, "Well, that's the air compressor. You know, it's a pretty good size one out yeah, there." Yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm the dipshit, folks. That I will admit right. that I was like, "Oh, I wonder what kind of plane that is." And you're like, "That's the air compressor." <laughs> but then, like ten minutes later, there was a deeper rumble. I'm going. I don't know what that is. So we get up and we go look for something that's going to make a big, deep, rumbly throaty noise out here i was expecting some monster russian airplane some cargo i don't know but we couldn't find it like, couldn't I see anything i, no I assume it was like is. the chemtrail tank cycling or something like that yeah you had to stir the tanks <laughs> the fact that you have chemtrail storage on the side of your plane is one of the funniest fucking things ever i, I gotta replace it. it looks a little dated i gotta update the. i gotta get a cleaner one on there <laughs> cleaner sticker <laughs> Like, you didn't just put it on there as just a joke. Like, you're going to keep it on there. And it's been on there for, what, three or four years now? Right. At I, least. It's probably going to hard to come off. It's probably, gonna, trail it's probably burnished into the paint right now. I probably have to. Probably couldn't get it off there without Maybe, uh, painting the thing. You should hit up uh, Chemtrail Kelly Ward and see, see if she wants to go for a flight and then push her out of your plane. I really hate that woman. I really hate that woman. Or I hate that man. That's I from uh, that man, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> I, it's, I don't hate... Because I don't, I just can't, I, I'm not, I was just, I just don't hate. I uh, hate, it's not like I, I just hate. Hate's I a very hate. strong, terrible, it's, negative word, obviously. Yeah, it, it's more like I have a, an incredibly strong distaste for her and her husband both, but for different reasons. What does her husband but do? He's a doctor, kind of. He's a colonel doctor. He's he's that kind of fucking guy. He used to be the head of the ER. Uh, oh, here? And, and, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's an asshole. Does he still work there? I don't think so. Okay. No, I haven't seen him around. I'm pretty sure he retired. Okay. He was just one of those pompous dicks because I think we talked about this before, like the ranks in the military. Oh, yeah. And Colonel sounds like, because you just think of Colonel, well, wow, that guy's a fucking full bird Colonel or this and then that. Like Sanders. But it's, but, but, <laughs> right. <laughs> but a Colonel in the Air Force is different. And yes. I, and I, if Mr. Hicks were on the show, he could explain this to me better. But a Colonel in the Air Force basically means you're an officer Mm-hmm. but you've also gone through some sort of very specific training over the course of X amount of years, and almost all of the doctors in the Air Force are colonels. Just because, yeah. Just because they're doctors. Yeah. That's fine. Dude, put in his dues. He, you know, whatever. But he insisted upon people calling him Colonel Doctor. Like, just like that, you would say Colonel yeah, Doctor? Yeah, yes, exactly. That's just weird sounding. Yeah, like, we're not in the fucking military, dude. We, and I don't even think they do that in the Air Force. Like, I think right. he just did that because he was an egotistical prick. It and sounds kind of that way. He was abusive to staff unless you were like on like on his good side and kissed his dick all the time. And I'm just like, I fucking have no time for this guy. And he was constantly, there were constant complaints from patients because he was just a pompous dick to him. Hmm. You know, like little old ladies coming in and like, and like, I'm in a lot of pain. Well, that's drug-seeking behavior. She's 70 fucking years old, dude. She's beaten up her body over the past 70 years. She's going to be in pain. Right. Anyway. It's the way it works. But then, and then his, his, his dumbass wife, like I just, I... She made the whole fucking state look bad, talking about chemtrails it and kinda shit. It kind of went national, I think, didn't it? It went international. Oh, my God. International. Chemtrail Kelly. Like, that. that yeah. Uh, yeah. 
It's so stupid. What did she, did she ever own up to that or did she still talk about chemtrails? I think she downplays it. I think she downplays the fact that for one summer she was into chemtrails. Okay. Honestly, like I think that she downplays it. All right. But whatever, she's uh, she fucking, she's also trying not to get too political, especially the events of the past week. Yeah, we, we you know, what ha- we're not going to really, there's no reason, God knows you can get enough information of all the there's, shit that's going on. There's Jesus way too much Christ. of it out there. Let's just talk about moving forward. Like, right. Uh, you and I were talking before we started recording about um, going, just going somewhere like on vacation and just embedding with the locals for a month or two, like yeah, a long, that sounds like just a sabbatical. Really, it sounds really nice. It's really hard not for to be me, on a schedule. Like, most people to for most people to do that, it's very difficult because they have families and obligations and those kind of responsibilities but like where you and i are at in our lives like it's something that's it's incredibly feasible i would like to do that we we hinted before about to me ireland sounds appealing for some reason like find some village on the coast somewhere during the summertime and just camp out there for a Which, couple months and and i and as much as i would love to do something like that i don't think i would want to be there for that long only because I'm officially, after spending two weeks in Hawaii and seeing what it's like and knowing full well that there's no real change in, oh, cli- gotcha. in climate, Right. I'm kind of okay with that. I'm tired of the cold and I'm tired of the extreme heat. I just kind of don't want to. And, and Wait, so, Ireland's so, like a fucking, it's like Seattle. Like the right, weather is almost you, identical to Seattle. That's why you need I'm to go like, there eh. during a certain time to where it's not just solid rain. It still gets 55 degrees in, 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 in the summer night in the summertime. I know. Yeah. But what you want to do is you want to see where the sun is out when it's really fantastical green because there's a lot of green over I've, there. I've heard. I've, I've absolutely heard that, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, I, and I get it. I, and I'm not saying I would never go. Okay, so you're saying you'd be willing to take off. Okay, oh, there's a couple things here. Okay, I would say I would take a month and hang out in Ireland. Because I think that would be amazing. Okay. There's so much history what, there. What I'm saying bullshit. is this. Could you st- stay away from here or wherever your home was for a few months, you know, but then you go to Ireland, let's say, for a couple, in one spot, a couple, a village for a couple weeks, and then say, yeah, we've we've had enough here. It's cool. Love it. But we're going to go to Scotland now and hang out there oh, for a I couple weeks. I would love weeks, to do that. Absolutely. And then go to, like, Bavaria in Germany and end up there in October, of course, for the October. I thought we had talked about this before. Like, my dream vacations in Europe would not be one to one vacation to Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, those people that go on the uh, 11 countries in 10 days yeah, or some crazy shit like that. Fuck ridic- that. In a big goddamn bus. That's, and, you might as well be on a cruise, and right. we all know how I feel about cruises. You so. might as well just do it virtually. Have a great big 70-inch TV. Right. And just sit there in your barcolange. Barcol- ba- what the fuck is it? Barca Lounger. Thank you. You mean the company hasn't been around in 30 years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to sit on my Davenport, Grandpa. <laughs> huh. I'm going to sit on my... I can't remember. I think it's something that's old. Hang out in your, on. Bar, your Lazy Boy. They still with, have those. With your Oculus, you know, your yeah. Oculus Rift or whatever goggles right. on. You know, that would be... Ju- think about that. You could have a, a fantastic sound system... And in your Oculus, you could just get, people do this, right? They oh go, yeah, no, they absolutely do. You probably have tours anywhere you want to go around the but world. But I would now. much rather go and hang out there in person, right? Because, you yeah. meet the people, and they could buy you beers. You buy them beers. That would be the fucking fun part of yeah. it. Yeah, I would absolutely love to. My dream vacation to Europe would be broken up into three, like three different uh, trips. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate since you're saying Europe, you're using your thumb. I for, did use the. It's funny because I, 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 it's weird. I don't, I don't do the American three for some I, reason. I, I count like this too. One, two, three. I, I, I do that automatically. But I don't know when I started doing that because I, I haven't always done that. But also, like somebody, like if I'm, if I'm getting, if I'm worked up and I'm like, ah, oh, three times, it's making the OK white power symbol. Oh, you but then, but like facing. But the, if you're the counting. Three, if I'm counting, I go one with my thumb. One, two, three. Yeah, that's no, how I, I do. I, it. Yeah, I do too. Starting I don't off go with one, thumb. two. 
I have weird. no idea why. But yeah. you know, anyway, uh, it would be three months. Uh, th- or rather, it was three different. I'm sorry, not three months. Three different uh, sections. Mm-hmm. I would do the British Isles mm-hmm. with you know you know uh, you know uh, uh, Ireland and, and England, Scotland, you know, Scotland, Ireland and Britain, and then do Wales. Obviously, like go through Wales. A of course, bit. no the whole the, the British the full on British Isles. Right. I'm going to talk an Isle of Man, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Right, or some castles. Yes, all that stuff and that act would, out Monty Python on the top of the ed- edge of the castle. Can you imagine? Like, I, I, oh look, here's an American doing Monty Python. We never oh, seen that before. We never fucking seen that. Father, smell the elderberries. Like just from the top of the I castle. I just fought it in your general I direction. Fought in your general direction. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking lose it. Oh my and god. And I'd be okay with looking like the weird dumbass tourists. Like at least we would be weird tourists, right? If we're gonna be, if you're gonna be touristy, you might as well be weird, right? Um. So, anyway, so, do that. Uh, so the British Isles, that's one. That's one. That's a month, a minimum of a month. Right. Right. Uh, France, Spain, Portugal. Oh, wait, if you're going to do that, you got to time that's a month. it. You got to time it to the Isle of uh, Man for the motorcycle race. I don't really care. Mm. Yeah, but just, just to be there for that for half a day. Have you ever been around somebody who died? Because I've done it like a, a couple dozen well, I'm times. I'm not going there to see I, somebody die. I, you will see somebody die because it's the Isle of Man, dude. Like they, they, well, I would probably choose not death's corner or whatever the fuck they're going to call it like where everybody you know they the go whole over this. thing is no i know what you're talking about the, the it actually it would be kind of cool to see that i my stepdad right. is, it went and saw that when he was oh, in really? Wales. he went over to isle of man All he also right. went to isle of white isle, isle of white, white would be nice isle of white festival like he he went to that like the twice. music yeah the fest- music festival 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 but uh that would be that would be at least a month yeah. at the very least if not two yeah. months spain france and portugal minimum minimum month yeah you got to do got to do the mediterranean yeah, and then uh, I mean, how I could spend a month in France? What? Well, anyway, uh, let's talk about just that. the so shit that France, I want to see. Nice at France, Spain, and Portugal, like on the Mediterranean. But then I don't want to do Mediterranean, Italy stuff though. But then now we're missing Germany and Switzerland and that kind of shit. Germany, Northern Italy, Switzerland, Austria—that would have to be two months, month and a half, two months. Right, and it would have to be at a certain time of the year. I would have to get there in like it would be like September. Like early September, October, and then the first part of November, and then and you would have to be in Switzerland. You have to yodel somewhere. You have to go up oh. the foothills of the Alps and yodel. And I and play an Alpen horn because you know yeah. I don't know this about you, but I can play a, a, a you know a, a brass instrument, which they have the same type of I mouthpiece. Did years ago, so it'd probably my lips would be a vibrating and yeah numb. I was able to play a conch conch shell in uh, nice uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. Cool. Like, dude handed it to me. He goes, can you, you can you play this? I'm like, it's like a trumpet, right? And he goes, yeah, it's kind of like a trumpet. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I was like, fart around with it for a minute or two. And then I was like, able to change tone, moving my hand in and out. Like a, like a, uh, uh, that's how, you know, you adjust the tone. And then some a, natives came over and they were paddling in their, Yeah, know, like I angered like the fucking Samoan showed up. And called like, a war. You. Yeah, I didn't mean, I, oh, sorry. I was trying to order Spam Musubi, but I ordered a fucking war instead. <laughs> Oops. Wah, wah. Uh... <laughs> That's why we don't want you guys here. That's Jesus, why, that's why you Christ, white people you fucking fuck this all. <laughs> fuck always some tourists summoning the fucking war chiefs. God damn it, we haven't had this in. <laughs> <laughs> you summoned the spirits. Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> I tend to do that. I did that in Mexico once. It was a bad thing. Now there's cartels there. I, my bad. <laughs> I'm using the Vaseline now. It smells so wonderful. It does smell wonderful. Uh, yeah. Can you uh, smell it over there now? No, I want to now. Joe is now reaching gonna, for the Vaseline. I want to. I'm going to do. I'm going to put some like first time we've uh, just leave it right there. And I'm, you can I'm, smell I'm it. doing. I'm taking the the, the trick from uh, the ICU nurses and doctors. 
below the what is this area called? Uh, a little frenum? triangle below your nose. Is it frenum or, or not frenum? That's on your underside of your penis. That's no. uh. <laughs> it does have a name, right? This little... No, it does. Well, it's the 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 thing. old the the old school an old school name for it is uh um uh cleft of Judas. Oh God! I think it's so, cleft of. I think it's cleft of Judas. We're talking because about the little like notch putting, like, below your nose, above your upper lip. Yeah, like in between, like uh, the, the, the the bifurcates your lips, like mm-hmm. and, and you know, like uh, directly down from your nose. I I want to. It starts with an S, I think, but it's um, uh, cleft of. I mean, that's where Joe has applied the cocoa butter Vaseline. What? That no, is that's where, where you it. applied it. Yeah. It's like we're playing password. The word septum. Is... It's what's well, no 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 that's, that's it. no it's not septum. Oh, it's well, septum septum's inside your palate. Septum right? no septum is is the what separates your nostrils. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's the. Let's see if it's, uh, it's the aileron. No, not the no. aileron. <laughs> it's aileron. What v- vortex generator? Nope, that's not it either. No. That's musculature. People God, are, that's bothering me that I can't people remember are throwing what it's called. things at yeah, their, right at, at their radio <laughs> radio. I that it, I, I can't say really I, really. To, it, I need to know. What this I, is I called. need to know too. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. Oh God, it's gonna be. Can't you just Google what's the part under your nose above your lip? Can't you just? Are we gonna try Siri? Sure, give it a shot. Let's hear it. What is the name of the cleft on your upper lip? How come you didn't say, hey, Siri? I didn't have to. Yeah, but she's Clef- not. To- this is all cleft shit. Damn it. God damn it. I'm going to do, hey, Siri. Okay. Hey, Siri. Oh, that's creepy. What's the part below your nose, above your upper lip? Okay, well, she's not going to read it to me, bitch. Filtrum. Filtrum. That's what it's called. It's the vertical groove between the nose and the upper left, uh, upper lip. The filtrum, I, I'm pretty sure it's it was the... The filtrum is... Uh, it, it, it was, it's also called a cleft of something. And it's a cleft... I want to say it's Judas because Judas, uh, you know, uh, betrayed, betrayed Christ. Yep. And he told people, shh, like you would put your like your finger oh. up there. And that was, or or it was something like that, or put the finger on the child's lip, like don't cry, or something like that, or like some right. angel or something, like the cleft of something. I okay. like it has to do with putting the finger on there. Um, let's see, Fil- filtrum is that yeah, what you said? Filtrum, P H I L T R U M P. Joe has applied the coconut butter medial vas- oh, Vaseline to his filtrum. Filtrum, mm. use incense. It smells so good. Can you still smell it? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. In Jewish mythology, each embryo has an angel teaching them all the wisdom in the world while they are in utero. The angel lightly taps an infant's upper lip before birth to silence the infant from telling all the secrets in the universe to the humans who reside in it. The infant then somewhat forgets the Torah they have they have already been somewhat taught. forgets. Yeah. They forget everything. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh Lemiz. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
So it's some. I, I'm gonna. So maybe it's not that common. Maybe it's something I just read in a book somewhere that I, I thought it was. It had something to do with an angel or somebody telling somebody to be quiet well, and put their an finger on there. Yeah, that's the Jewish thing. mythology. I think I just got my shit all mixed up. Okay. But it was the. But there's also like. A, you know, there's a lot of. There's a lot of those old timey terms that are now they're you know Greek or or Latin terms for the body like the cleft of Venus. Mm-hmm. You know what that is. I, am, I, I, am, guess. I don't. I don't want to get. Uh, I mean, Venus is uh, you know, you know, goddess of love. Yep. So it have to be sexual in nature. It would be the top of the two uh, outer labia folds. The yeah. very top of it is called the cleft of Venus. You suppose there's a dessert somewhere in Vegas called the cleft of Venus. I dessert. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, garçon. <laughs> there's a hair in my cleft of Venus. <laughs> Well, we haven't had those complaints since the '80s. Uh, well, sir, trends come and go, but uh, this the the hair and the Venus has started to come back. Jesus Christ! Is that making a comeback? Is the forestation? We have uh, let. It, I, I you know I'm thinking kind of maybe. I, yeah, yeah, it, so, yeah, it has. Yeah. I think so. There's more more natural kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in it, it's been my experience. I got you. Recently, in the past five to ten years. <laughs> In the uh, past couple of decades, but I mean, I uh, like I. Oh God. Okay, let's. We don't get, have to talk about this. No, we do need to talk about this because okay. it's kind of funny. We can talk about how we grow as men and how we should grow as men. And if you aren't growing, you're stagnating and you're a fucking dinosaur. I do, in Playboy, I do remember tons of hair. Years, yeah, but yeah. a lot of it was heavily groomed. Yes, very much so. It was groomed. It wasn't just it out was there. Lots like, of groomed landing strips. It wasn't yeah, like a, or it was. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Cut, trimmed, yeah. a hair cut, but it wasn't like short necessarily. But, but then you go way back. But it had and all. Like, it, was, it was a hair do. It was. A, <laughs> it was a down do. I mean, seriously, you could look at a lot of these old. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. you just left to go absolutely crazy? And then when I was becoming a, having my sexual awakening in the sorry Porsche in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and by the way, you're welcome for life, Porsche, mm-hmm. because of my sexual awakening. Uh, good day, sir. Good day. I said good day. Anyway, uh, yeah, her, you know, not her, they, there was, there was a lot of hair. There was a lot of hair. It was very natural. So in the, I'm sorry, what late, mid to late nineties, mid to late nineties. And then somewhere somebody put it in these women's minds that it, it hair's gross. I would like to know where this, was this a Asian thing? No, completely opposite. You know, the Japanese, they don't shave at all. Like, they don't trim anything. Like, it's considered, like, kind of taboo. I bet or they, they do traditionally. Now. No, no, like, no, there's some Japanese porn out there. It's like, whoa. Okay. Whoa. Buckwheat headlock, leg lock, rather. Like, I was right. fucking, wow. Uh, but, like, Velcro. Uh, but, like, ve- no, no, because it's, they have super straight hair. So it's all poofy oh. and voluptuous. Yes. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. Somewhere around, uh, maybe I think I noticed it probably 2002, maybe 2003. Gone. Hair, gone. Gone. Completely gone. Everything. But there, was a, there was a meeting. Which was, I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it came from Vogue magazine or if it just came from porn. There was a or, summit. Could have been in Reykjavik. It could have been in they, Summit. <laughs> Reykjavik. <laughs> you don't remember? Yeah, no, I, that was Reagan and Gorbachev. Gorbachev, they met in Reykjavik. They met in Reykjavik. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, I I I was there. I was you are there. I was four. Yeah, uh, so I was uh, I'm saying there might have been a meeting. 
It was handed down from. I swear it came from came porn. From I, the mount. Was someone in the porn industry decided, you yeah, know, let's just start getting rid of this. She's like, coming down the mountain. Like Jane's Addiction was there. <laughs> they came down and were like, I have foretold this. Mm-hmm. I am he who is called I am. No more Bush. Like you're like, God, really? God, like you created this. He's like, and I can take it away. But it was, it was no, it was getting trimmed down and like I said, landing strips. But that way it was evolution, right? It really was. It really was. And, and then, then someone like, said, let's just fuck it, let's just get rid of it. There's all. one of my uh partners in the past, it was a long term partner. I'm not gonna say who it was. Mm-hmm. Those of you that know me, I've told this story before, usually drunkenly, because it's fucking hilarious. I asked her, I was like, uh she um so embarrassing. <laughs> I had a you don't we have, you have to say this we had a one. fun night okay let's just say right mm-hmm. and there was some there was a little bit of alcohol involved so things are a little more loosened up can't believe alcohol was involved the next day my face was not broken out but like rubbed raw from prickly hairs oh and like four or five days she worth goes of, yeah. what the hell I'm like that's from your and she's like oh my god so she decided she was going to trim it. Oh, so I thought it was already, but she didn't know removed, it was. and then just a few days of a no five no, no. five day shadow. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't like one hundred gotcha. and forty grit sandpaper. No, 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 this was just untrimmed. Okay, so she trimmed it way back, but she like tried. She trimmed it, and you know how like uh, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of what you know how you're supposed to like measure twice and cut once. Yes. Well, she cut a bunch of times and only didn't measure, so she like trimmed it back. Shaved one side, shaved the other side. Shit, now it's uneven. Shaved it a little more on the other side. <laughs> Fuck, it's more uneven. And it got down to where she had this, like, Charlie Chaplin, Hitler fucking mustache <laughs> thing. It was like this little square pubic hair. <laughs> well, that was kind of fashionable for a I while, told, I, I looked at it, I was like, it's kind of racist. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it fucking looks like Charlie Chaplin or Hitler. And she's like, oh, God damn it. So she went and Just got rid of it. And got rid of the whole thing. <laughs> but it was funny because the way she described it was one of the funniest things ever. She was like, just went on one side. Oh, shit. Now it's all awkward. Uh, and then the shave on the other side is even more awkward. Like, oh, God. I mean, if you're not used to doing that, of course, a little bit of practice. Which is why it's funny. And that's why I found it funny. It's not like I was offended. And I don't think, she, and she wasn't offended. We had a great laugh about it. And I'm right. sure to this day, if we talked about it, it would probably, it would be uncomfortable at first. And then we would both bust up laughing just because of. You're in a committed relationship with somebody. You see them naked all the time. It's just a thing. Right. And so when you see something like that, it just it fucking it just drew it just made me crack the fuck up. But what, what was up with uh, with uh, uh, what's uh, the deal? What's with the, <laughs> don't go full Seinfeld in this no, pubic no, hair no, discussion. No, no. no uh, with uh, Michael Jordan's Hitler uh, mustache. Oh my god! Yeah, remember that? That was fucking. He had it for weird. a while. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought I was, was going to see it. It was going to be like a joke, and it was gone like a week he, later or something. He kept that. He thing. almost. I was like, don't you have like a publicist or somebody to tell you? Yeah. That's a bad idea. I wonder if he was trying like, to bring it back to see if he could do it or something. Like to bring back the, never the, the really fucking toothbrush, mustache, whatever the fuck it's called. Right. Like that, no. It wasn't successful. No, it wasn't. Like, I'm just thinking, dude, you need somebody. You need like a, uh, you. I hope somebody, some high level person reached out to him and go, dude, that's not okay. It's right. not, you're not going to stop trying to make that happen. It's not going to happen. It have to be some. It's one of those things, though. Too, it's like how do you tell you? Michael Jordan is a very well known, probably a billionaire. Yeah. At this point, you know, so it's hard. You have to get the right person to bring this up, right? Because you can't be financially tied to you. In any, you, right. someone below you can't bring this up because you depend on them. Yeah. You know, so it's got to be someone else. 
I don't know. Because I think he didn't he have it during the Haynes commercials. I think he Some did it, have I it on a couple of Haynes commercials. Yeah. Like, I wonder if Haynes ever he's said, like, you know, you need to buy more Haynes, but make sure they're white Haynes. You know what I mean? White power. <laughs> white, white power. Fucking terrible. Back to pubic hair. I just re- I'm now I'm remembering. I got together with a woman in about mid 2000s. We were together like five years, and you know, so not being with anyone else for five years, you know, it's five years, right? Five years it doesn't seem like that long, but like culturally, yeah, it's, a, it's a presidential election cycle. Yes, exactly. Like a lot of things can change in five years. <laughs> they can. Um, and when we first got together, she was completely. completely just so everybody, was, hold on. I know it's four years, but it's just it's a. It's at least a six-year cycle when you first hear about them. It's, it's between a presidential and a Senate cycle, which yeah, is four really years is. and six years. So that's yeah. what we're talking. <laughs> I'm not trying to make politics out of pubic hair, but when when she when we first got together, she was completely totally shaved, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, huh, whatever. I mean, because my thing is, is I don't really care. I'm just happy that you're willing to sleep with me. Right. Thanks you get for to that. See someone naked. I exactly. Right. Uh, but whatever, whatever's comfortable with you, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. And if you have hangups about hair, that's fine. I don't care. Mm. Um, but it's funny to talk about because I, I asked her, we'd been together like maybe six months or so. I'm like, why do you, why do you shave like completely? And she's like, because I shaved once and I've tried to grow it out and now I just can't, I can't go back to it. Like why? She goes, it's so uncomfortable for so long after you shave it. Oh, you know, it takes like too a, long to get it, to the point. Yes, it's like because it, it grows so slowly. Yeah, like it grows. It seems like it grows fast because you get stubble in an afternoon, but then like nothing happens. It'll take two months to get an inch. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, why don't you try and I'll I'll do some some research, some googling, and I I did, um, uh, I I did some research and come to find out, I'm like, well, there's there's some things you can use, and that's what the first time I bought co- uh, coconut oil, like to use on the body before the huge coconut oil trend. This was mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Now, granted, people have obviously been putting coconut oil on their bodies for thousands of years because it's great, right? But this wasn't this. I had to go to a health food store to buy it. I couldn't even find it in a fucking grocery store, right? So I said, uh, they say that this softens it and keeps things from, uh, you know, from from getting prickly. And she did, and she grew it out, and I, she probably still has it grown out to this day because. She's like, this is so much better. I like, I don't have. It saves me time. I don't have to do this because she didn't have a lot of hair. What she did have was very thick. It was like beard hair, mm-hmm. so like it was pokey. Uh, but then when we broke up about two thousand nine or two thousand ten, and I started dating around and whatnot, then all of a sudden, like there was there was bush again. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is this is neat. Uh, at first, it was a novelty, and then that, then a, a few more times I experienced over the past like eight nine years. I'm like, oh, when right, was this is peak cool. rock band Bush? What year was that? The bands? Yes. Are you just trying to get away from pubic hair? Does it no, make no, no, you no, uncomfortable? No, Paul? no, no. I'm trying to tie We're talking it in. about I'm the I'm oh. trying to see if Bush came back when Bush was popular. Ninety six to ninety eight. So it was ninety six is when I saw him. That's was ninety six, late ninety five, early ninety six. So around is when sixteen thousand. So when sixteen stone came that's out. Before it was Machine Head, Glycerine, like those, like those. So that's those before peak pubic bush. Right. That was back when things were being groomed. Gotcha. Uh, extensively. Right. Exclamation marks. I saw one of those one time. That was kind of cool. Oh, uh, exclamation! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like two more? Or just said- one. The exclamation mark. Oh, okay. Just Got one. Got it. Um. It was like a like oh that, that, I did a girls of course they had a landing that that was funny because I flew and they had landing strips <laughs> so this was like a, I that's said, hilarious I never would have thought of that right. that's funny shit oh I did this for you I'm going really 
okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I got this friend of mine just texted me. She was trying to remember a joke last night. She could not remember it. So what do you call shift change at the car wash? Shift change. Shift wait, change wait, wait, at wait. the car Hold wash. On, I have to get like a. Car, I, she car, hasn't car given me the punchline yet. Oh, wait a minute. So I don't know yet. What is. Shift change at the car wash. He's got. Paul's got the piece of paper up. Uh, the great. Uh, what was it? Karnak. The, Karnak, Karnak the Magnificent. Karnak the Magnificent with from Ed Johnny Mc, Carson. Ed McMahon with, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Oh, and here we go. Oh, here, here's, here's a. Wait, wait. wait the, answer, the answer. Hold on. That doesn't make sense. God damn it! You're supposed to read the end of the joke. No, because I it might be racist. I'm not. I'm trying. I don't you, get you it. You know, with racist people on a regular basis. No, no, and especially not her. She's fucking married to a black dude for ten years. Well, like, why don't not, you say it? It can't uh, be racist. I, I remember the joke I was trying to think of the other night when we were talking about bad jokes. What do you call shift change at the car wash? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm no. You people can Google oh, it. I'm not saying that. I did my car. I'm not. Open the envelope. I, I, I'm everything. not saying that fucking joke. Not on this podcast. I'll get hashtag canceled. <laughs> That's fucking. Oh god. Is it funny? Look, you don't have to tell me. You can tell me later. It's on, it's kind of bad. Like, what do you call shift change at the car wash? And it has just, to do with fucking just make, like just bad. Yeah, we're not. We're not Mexicans we're not or black people or it's, something. But it, yeah, it's no. It's well, we fucking, need are a bunch of funny racist white. Like going to the white people jokes. We, you know what? There's not a lot of that. Is a good idea. There has to. There be has in the to world. be. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I I just I can't think of any offhand. We're gonna find some white people racist jokes. You know how I know uh, Google. Um, you know, Google's really good about suggesting things as you type things out. Yes. But whenever it senses something that is going to be offensive or it's like it sexual won't, nature, it, won't it doesn't autofill. Yes, it's, it was it's like I, uh, I've been I was like up white, against that. I started to type white people R A and it just fucking stopped. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just truncates. It will not let you put any more letters. Oh God! I yeah okay. The fucking don't be racist. Racism. Ra- I can't. I, it, fucking Dave Chappelle said that shit. I think it was Chappelle. Now don't be racist. Racism is a crime, and crime is for black people. Fucking <laughs> oh Dave God. Chappelle said that shit, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Jesus. Oh God. These are okay. That's the, the. This is from the Laugh Factory's website. I love the laugh. I love that the Laugh Factory just puts these terrible fucking jokes out there. Oh God. Did you mean black people racist jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Is that <laughs> well? Wait a minute. It could be black people. It could be black people making fun of white people. No, I'm pretty sure that's not what it was, and I'm not. Oh. That's a risky click. Okay. I like risky click. That's I want a risky click. Risky risky click would be a great name for a band. Yeah. No, I just I there should be more. Like it's always the who white people can dance. <laughs> like that. they smell like mayonnaise. They, what? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I heard something like this. They smell like mayonnaise. I heard this on a fucking sitcom or something. One really? Time. Look that up. Do we smell like white mayonnaise? White people smell like mayonnaise. Just see. Of course, this is this is a confirmation. Google's going to be. Did you mean to put a question mark at the end of that, or are you just stating this? <laughs> I think this white is going to be just. It's just this is an example, folks, of confirmation bias. You just you you punch anything, and something's going to come up, right? So it doesn't. doesn't Most of the time, anything. yeah. So it doesn't prove anything. What the fuck? Why do white people smell like hot, uh, wet dogs when they come out of the shower? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're learning so much about our, our, our race right now. What the fuck is it? Twenty four seven sports. That shit. That that website always has cool shit on it. 
Uh, 20 things white people smell like. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, this is going to be fucking great. Oh, welcome to return to BuzzFeed. We can't find what you're looking for. God darn Dicks. it. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> right? We can't find anything now because no, of MAGA. No, now we can't find MAGA, shit. Because of MAGA. Everything's been purged. <laughs> God damn it. This, Yeah, no shit. It's all been purged. White people smell like wet dog and bologna. What the bologna. Fuck? There's one. I fucking. Have whatever. you heard of the bologna one? I, I like bologna. <laughs> I'm just saying that white people. I don't like bologna sm- because I'm white. I like bologna because we were poor. Okay. <laughs> bologna is good. You can fry bologna. I know. You can smoke bologna. Bo Senna, one of our listeners, fucking, he made mm-hmm. some two weeks ago. He uh, also, it, it's funny because they're called chubs, like a length of bologna that's not Great. been cut. It's called a chub. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, you and Mike want to pick up some chubs? I'm going to smoke them. Like, you're going to smoke that chub? Can I watch? And he's like, stop. But he, he takes the chub, slices it longitudinally, and then uh, put, like scores it and then puts his barbecue rub. He rubs the chub. So probably you can buy and a chub for not a lot of money. I mean, relatively. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks. It's yeah, kinda, but that's it's still, more expensive than you think. But that's a lot yeah. of meat. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's fair a lot amount of meat. sandwiches. Yeah, it is. And I had I had some fried up today. He smoked it for like five, six hours. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mm-hmm. With a chub rub that he puts on the outside. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of food, let's get some cheese. We'll come back and we'll report. Espresso, espresso cheese. Espresso cheese. We will be back. Goddamn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard. Now you just went soft. First, you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Michelet looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo and kept on stomping. Well, y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton. Living with the whites, one big house, and not another nigga in sight. I started off with too much cargo, drop four niggas, now I'm making all the dough. White man just fooling. The niggas with attitudes, who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony. I put that on my mama and my dead homes. Yellow boys on your team, so you're losing. Hey, yo, Drake, stick to producing. Calling me on a book, you Benedict. Easy E saw your ass and went in it quick. He got jealous when I got my own company. But I'm a man, and ain't nobody helping me. Trying to sound like American most. You can yell all day, but you don't come close. Because you know I'm the one that flow. You done run 100 miles, but you still got one to go. With the L-E-N-C-H-M-O-B. And y'all disgrace to see PT. Because you get fucked out your green by white. Ran, cause I remember when you drove a B210 broke 
as a motherfucking joke. Let you on the scene to back up the first team. It ain't my fault. One nigga got smart and they ripping your asshole apart by taking your grin. Oh yeah, the villain does get fucked with no Vaseline. Espresso cheese. Yes, we did indeed try it during the break. It's a good cheese. It's a great cheese. It turns out you don't really want to have it with espresso. Yeah, because now our lattes don't taste the same. It was fucking weird. It, like Paul had to check to make sure it was the same milk, that maybe I bought the wrong milk. The same it, coffee. Like, I'm going, what? That it, it was doesn't. It really fucked with your palate. Fucked. It's so strange. I'm not really one of these snooty palate, I ruined my palate kind of guy. But you, you know, are snooty in all other aspects of your life, <laughs> except for the way you dress. That's it. Right now. Yes. I, I'm in a period. I'm call, calling it my, let, let's name this period of my, my clothing right now. Grunge. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's a, a couple it's year, year and homeless, a half. Homeless LL Bean executive, <laughs> former LL Bean executive. I promise I will up my game. This is well, that's not even a game. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even call this a game. I mean, you're, you 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 don't need you don't need to have good clothes to have game, but it helps. I know. I'm just saying. When we get through this, most of the COVID thing, I'm going shopping. Oh shit! Paul's going shopping. <laughs> I'm bringing you with me, Joe. Oh Lord Almighty! Oh, oh it, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we had the cheese is good. It's not as good as the balsamic. This is the balsamic here. I cut some, cut some, I cut some more cheese. He cut the cheese. Yes, and um, we had it with fruit. We had you know with some apples that your your mother uh, sent you for Christmas. Oh, so good. Those are really good apples. And um, anyway, so I made some. A cup of two cups of espresso espresso latte, brought we right. And, and you can like, just say latte. You don't have to say espresso right. latte. Right. So, so you're having it, and then you didn't really say anything. And I think you did kind of mention it. And then I, I sat down. I'm like, so I made myself a cup, one of the large, big fucking cups. A lot. Same thing. Same coffee out of the same bag. The milk was the same, and, and it's like this doesn't really taste right. It doesn't. It's weird. And so the only difference really is the crackers wouldn't have fucked with it, right? The fruit probably wouldn't have fucked with it. It has to be the cheese. Oh, we're crackers and we fuck with it. <laughs> this cracker fucks with it. So I want that on a t-shirt. This cracker fucks. And I don't think <laughs> <laughs> this cracker fucks. I don't think you normally would pair 
espresso. You, yeah, with dessert, obviously, with some kind of a yeah, a some cookie, kind of uh, a cookie, perhaps a biscuit, perhaps a biscuit. Sorry, a biscuit. Sorry, sorry. But I just never, never thought about it. But I'm going to at this point, with this one data point that we have, I this would not one data point. I would not recommend pairing a latte with any just cheese. Well, thanks a latte. <laughs> God, I'm sorry for that joke. <laughs> no, you know what? Fuck it. This cracker fucks. I'm not sorry for that. Joke. I'm not going to apologize for any more jokes, right? Except for that racist joke I almost told. But this is the what? What brand is this? Uh, what is it? Murray's. Murray's. Uh, Murray cheese. Murray's Murray, cheese. You're right. From Wisconsin. Available at uh, a Smith's. Maybe they'll be our. Maybe they'll step up to the plate and be that, our first sponsor. I, can you imagine we were sponsored by cheese? They just start shipping cheese by the wheel. Oh God! Yeah, There's like the, <laughs> they give it's us gonna, the extra it's gonna stuff. Ship freight. It's gonna be like a pallet of cheese, like one giant fucking wheel. They're like, where do you want this? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, put it over there in the cheesemonger section of the hangar. <laughs> Let's make the cheesemonger wing. Yeah, the cheesemonger wing. It's all dry aging. It's and like because they probably have a lot of cheese that's a day or two where they can't sell it. So like, fuck it. Send these guys some of this. I don't think cheese is like that. Well, maybe I don't they, think this kind of hard cheese is like that. I don't, it, it just stays it just like forever if it's better. cool. Well, it's also it's vacuum sealed or well, whatever. Whatever this is, you know. So it, it ages. Yeah. So this could even be better later. Maybe. It's not bad. It just no. doesn't taste like espresso for one and for two. I it uh, I like that balsamic. The balsamic one was better. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry for eating on air. I'm, not, I'm this is my last piece. So a good friend of the podcast, the guy who got me into podcasting, his name is Zen. Uh, has a uh, an old podcast. It's been inactive for several years. Uh, hopefully someday he's able to bring it back. It's a double D podcast. All the episodes out are of Flagstaff, still, right? out of Flagstaff. Mainly. Yeah, Dos Dudes, Diaz and Dehog are the last names of the guys that did it, and they were so funny, great concepts, and we're doing podcasting like their podcast predates Joe Rogan's podcast, folks. Like we know he's like yeah, kind of big it for a while. Yeah, been, uh, 2009, I think, is when they when when Zen started podcasting. It's a long time ago. So uh, he posted on on my on Facebook to me and tagged me in this post. It was Beavis and Butthead watch Pink Floyd, <laughs> <laughs> knowing full well that Paul's a fan. I mean, I'm I'm also a fan. I love Pink Floyd, and I but, laughed. It's like I, I'm not one of those guys that gets offended if they make fun of music that I like. Right. I think it's fucking funny. Yeah. And they and it's Beavis and Butthead. It's not like you can get angry at fictional fucking characters that right. are teenagers. Oh, some people can. Oh, I know they can. I remember. <laughs> I, that's what I was gonna. I was that segues into what I was gonna talk about is about angry I, boomers. W- uh, no, no, oh. no. That lady. She, I put her in her place, and she's somewhere sobbing and talking about all oh, these goddamn young people and her <laughs> ugly fucking sweater. Anyway, uh, no. The I had an encounter. Oh, oh. By by the way, I, I just so everybody knows, because uh, I had a few people hit me up. I. Went back to Safeway, the scene of the crime. After yelling at that guy, oh, I yes. went back to Safeway last week. Yeah, it was uh, it was like uh, Thursday or Friday. And did morning. they recognize you? Did they be, did. No, it was the same. Were, were, it was the same like, staff with like was, whisperings. Were they like leaning towards? Like, oh, there's the angry hospital guy. Guy. No, they were all cool. Give him a wide berth. Like, give that guy a wide berth because he will fuck up someone's day. I was like, no, yeah. that's not that's not me. No, they. Uh, the I I did apologize for, to the checker lady because oh, she's again? so sweet. Yeah. She's like, hi, how are you doing? How are things? And I'm like, pretty good. I'm so, again, I'm so sorry for last time. And she's like, I told you, you said to him what we've all been wanting to say to people like that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, good. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, uh, Beavis and Butthead in the 90s. Like, I know it sounds like a, it's, you know, it was very, it was very childish, but it was kind of a big deal. It was a huge deal. 
And they like never got as big as South Park. And it was a shorter run. Like, how, I wonder how many years Beavis and Butthead were. I think three seasons, maybe, MTV, maybe two full seasons. Probably, yeah, yeah. But for that, there was a big flash. You know, it was a big. They, like you said, they were very, very popular. They were fucking everywhere. And people, yeah. I, I, I mean, granted, and how old were you in about nineteen ninety five, ninety four? Me, thirty. Thirty. Okay, Ish. so I was uh, ninety four. I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So that was like prime age for impressionable dipshits like myself to watch stuff like that. And I mean, I was living in South Carolina during some of that period too, living with friend Tommy out there. You know, you've heard me talk about him before, but we were, we would always, that would be it after work. We would go MTV, be with somebody that's coming out at seven o'clock or whatever fucking time it was. And it's amazing that folks, no, no, no offense, but that old again, they're, you know, 30. Yes. Enjoying it just as much as as me being 13. Like it. And my mom watched it. My mom fucking loved that show. She was 10 years older than me. I think about, about, yeah, thereabouts. And, and just, it was such a force like in pop culture. I mean, you had, I I had friends that were constantly like they got to a, they were impersonating Beavis and Butthead and became such a part of the vernacular so much that they started talking like them. Yes, yeah, there were people and it that just would do this. Became a thing. Oh God, it was so funny. Or like and, if you were in a car and you had you know some dudes, chicks wouldn't really do it very much. It wasn't a chick. Not thing. really. It wasn't. It's a, kind of like the Three Stooges or something to absolutely. Chicks, yeah, yeah. It does because guys are kind of. Dumbasses. Dumbasses. Yeah. They think this is entertaining. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, if you're in a, ca- a car with your dude friends and you're driving back from a bar, hey, man, anybody want to pull into the Waffle House? And someone in the car is going to go, yeah, 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 Waffle, Waffle, yeah, house. Waffle. Exactly. <laughs> right. You can't get it. You could have got away from it. And somebody else would be like, shut up, Beavis. Like, for real. Dumbass. Yeah, exactly. Quit like, your jets. Exactly. <laughs> so fucking funny. But it also... Something interesting that I, I'm now remembering, and I, I watched a, eh, there's, I follow this YouTube channel. You guys, if you like music and, and exploring different genres of music and also kind of a little bit about the music business, which I am kind of interested in, there's a YouTube channel called Punk Rock MBA. And it's and that guy, he has a master's in business and he does, he does online marketing. He also teaches, uh, uh, actually he teaches at Evergreen State where, uh, um, Oh, where Paul Stamets is associated with, or was, and and, and Weinstein and, got kicked out Eric of Weinstein, his, yeah, and his wife or whatever. Um, but uh, he he explores you know, what killed new metal. How did uh, how did punk? Where did punk come from? Three different, four different eras of punks, things like that. He's a big metal head, but like the guy's also around. He's like almost exactly my age because his like like his 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 like benchmarks for time or whatever. When he talks about things, I'm like we're the same he and i are the same age mm. and he talked about um beavis and butthead b- just breaking these bands like nobody like nobody just, knew who the fucking rollins band was in 1992 <clears throat> and uh, so not it, very many people they were did. like busting their balls but they had these but they, videos came out and made them right, known and made they were known. in reruns yeah. and pantera they, they were on i remember rollins all the time they were yeah i remember that like, yeah and then uh they <laughs> the best was oh god now i'm fucking busting up just thinking about it the episode where they uh, Pantera's, uh, I think it was Cemetery Gates that they're making fun of. And they're like, that Pantera guy. They 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 refer to the lead singer of Pantera as Pantera, and they're like, his dad must have beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he's like, hey Pantera, give me a beer, you fucking dick. Like just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> but it made it. It was so fucking funny and so ridiculous that it, these bands kind of blew up from it. 
Um, the first time Bex, uh Loser, that video, the first time it ever debuted on, I remember on that MTV being on was I Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. from Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Primus, God, they love to make fun of Primus because it's so easy. But Primus, don't get me wrong, Primus is one of my favorite bands. But like, but still, some of the best parts of that show were also the actual skit, the cartoon mm-hmm. part where they would have the, Coach, the, the vignette. Co- yeah, Coach, Coach Buzzcut. <laughs> in the jimmy like that like <laughs> coach buscat and then like what hank hill was based on was mr anderson and like, they, they were they were canoeing with the with a hippie teacher and they're going, <laughs> mr i can't remember his name he wants to <coughs> wants to love you Beavis. Hey, hey class he, he just wants to love you <laughs> and he takes the paddle maybe he smashes them across the a face with the with the uh, canoe with, with the oar just it's a bam. paddle it's a, it's a paddle it's not a, when, when's it an oar when it's in a rowboat oh it's different. The, Got it. The mechanism paddle. is different. They're shaped differently. There's a canoe paddle, and there's talking a hydrodynamics here. We're talking hydrodynamics about. and also mechanical, you know, uh, engineering. Got it. Got it. God, I should have known. I this hate things. when people say "or" when they're talking about a canoe paddle. Like, a paddle. Like Smack the head with a paddle. Swine. It talks about yeah, burying your poo. You go out to the t- take a dump in the woods and to, all that. They're trying to have poo. this experience of going camping. I think because they got in trouble, uh, unusual, right? For Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. So they had to go out in nature and mm-hmm. relax and calm down and experience. God, na- you remember nature. the kid that like burned himself and his brother because and they blamed it on um, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Beavis going fire, fire, like all the time, and yeah. then, then they, but then they turned it into a joke, which is right because they said they like, couldn't say it anymore. So you they you'd see he uh, Beavis would get all worked up and trying to say it, but he he was couldn't, like, he's going and his head's getting red. Like yeah, his, <laughs> he'd get all juiced up on sugar and he'd turn to the great cornholio and turn put his put the fucking shirt over his head. <laughs> cappuccino, cappuccino, cappuccino. <laughs> I think he would get coffee and get all yeah. hyped up on coffee and caffeine. Oh God. <laughs> The, when they sh- oh, shave their pubes and glued them to their face so that, because <laughs> chicks love dudes with beards. <laughs> do you remember? I, you remember when they were they got caught up in a tornado? Physically, they were in a in a tornado. Oh no! And it was like, and they were they were getting mad because they're now in the tornado and and, they, and they're, they're whirling around. And you can you're in the tornado with them, you know, as the yeah. first person, whatever. And now they're getting mad at each other because now we're never gonna get laid like they were because they were they <laughs> were caught up in the tornado. <laughs> Now, no, we're never going to score. You didn't take it late. And so we're never going to score. Never. Now, remember the movie. <laughs> yes. Beavis and Butthead Do America. Do America, yeah. You know what the world needs with COVID and the political unrest? We need another Beavis and Butthead movie. That's what, what, what we you need. need is a theater like uh, that exists down there. And they would do what the summer things they would do down there. What the theater was that? They would have the old. Oh, the uh, in Laughlin. Yeah, they do the, the the Stadium Nine Cinemas where they would do the old movies. Right. Yeah. So they should have the Beavis and Butthead movie and then the South Park movie. Oh my God, a double feature. That would be fucking. I be killing it. You know how you talk about how you've laughed so hard you actually hurt yourself. I did during the uh, South Park. The, yeah, know, I think it was you know f- f- shut your fucking. Fa- <laughs> oh, wait, no, it was like <laughs> Mr. Mr. Garrison. <laughs> what did you say? I said, <clears throat> and he gets a bullhorn out. Would <laughs> well, you like? Why don't you <laughs> to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? And that's the very said, Mr. Garrison. <laughs> Mr. Garrison. <laughs> I think that's when I literally doubled over and I had to hold. <laughs> Something I think popped out of my muscle. What's that wall of your muscle? That's your your diaphragm. Yeah, something yeah. popped out. I went, oh fuck, god damn it! And I think I ripped. actually tore something. I laughed. Do you so remember hard. the that the other time was when in we the were, theater? No, the other time we were headed to the movies in mm-hmm. Havasu, and we were talking about Timmy and the way he talks. Right. And Jeremiah Green. Oh, he's yes. like, oh, the Timmy, hey, it's just, like a cross between, like, uh, between, uh, oh, between, between the South Park, 
Canadians and, and, and like, like a two-stroke motorcycle. And I thought you were going to wreck your truck. I, I, I was starting to pass out. I was starting to black out. I said, <laughs> Joe, said Joe, please grab the grab wheel. wheel. No, I'm Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, it was Joe. Uh, who take, <laughs> Joe, take the Joseph wheel. Joseph, take the wheel. Because <laughs> oh, I couldn't God see. Damn it. I was going, oh, fuck. God damn it. I think but the same area was re-injured. It's or, like right, r- in here. right when... Right when Beavis and Butthead kind of went by the wayside, like they had flashed and they were they were kind of done, is like almost immediately is when South Park picked up. Yeah, and they hit it right out the fucking gate, and did it's you, just been killing. Did you it hear about since. this? I believe this is true. South Park, I think the, those people, whoever they, you know, the people who are um, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, they went to MTV because they were doing Beavis and Butthead, and they said, "Hey, they'll pick it up." And they went, "Nah, we think it sucks." And then they went to it was a comedy channel or something. It was like Comedy that. Central, right? So they got it. So MTV is probably obviously they're like, oh fuck. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I'm sure AT and T or AT and T. What MTV? <laughs> Too many letters. And I'm sure MTV is okay. They're doing just fine. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're a fucking joke now. But it was hardly. It was any so music cool ready, when they were playing videos. Actually. Yeah. Early actual on. videos. Yeah, that was interesting. Now we just sound like a couple of old guys. <laughs> What's cool is you can find that. Like, there's a. I found a. A YouTube channel. I get I get way too deep into YouTube. I don't think people realize that YouTube has the content that is on there that is not legal, that nobody's flagging for some reason, and I'm totally okay with it. Do you remember MTV's The Grind? Yes. Like the the basically dance party. Yes. Right? Yep. They have every episode of the grind on this one channel, and they would have party. They would set up a, a stage and have yeah, music. They had, the, they had the one at the M, at the MTV studios yes. that they always had. But then they do and remote they would grind. Do remote, 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 grind? remote grinds. <laughs> but a pretty, uh, okay. like, pretty racy stuff going on uh, there constantly. Are you kidding yeah. me? A teenage Jobo was having fun watching the grind. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna pack that away for later on. <laughs> it was, and then uh, they would do you know spring break, MTV spring break. Oh that. yeah. Oh God! I, I remember. I remember. I hate doing this. Well, it's it's good to talk about because you some people just forget about this shit, and then it it brings up a bigger conversation. How do we bring that? So stuff that was back? in late high school, early college years for me when MTV really got rolling. MTV started the in year you graduated. Eighty one. Eighty one. Eighty one. Eighty or eighty one. So the yeah. thing was, that, you know, a lot of people didn't have cable TV. There are still people that were on the fence if they were going to have cable or do whatever they're going to do. Anyway, so. But I remember going out. We did a lot of double dating and that kind of – friends of mine would go out. you go out and pick people up and, you know, whoever's mm-hmm. driving. And invariably, whoever's the house you're at, they're watching MTV. Right. So you go in there, and now you're watching MTV, and now you're glued to – oh, wait, let's see what comes up next. Now it's something good. You know, now it's like now we're fucking watching MTV. Yeah, and you get sucked in. It was it was a perfect – Yeah, and we're not going out now. Marketing like, model. We're going to miss the movie. Come on, let's go. Now nah, we're watching MTV, though. Like, the fucking video killed the radio stars coming up, coming up next. Right. Maybe Bruce Springsteen's on. Let's right. watch that computer one with the the fucking not dire straits. Dire straits. There you go. Right. Dun, dun, dun. That was a huge one. And then they knew how to market that, right? Because they they said MTV. Mm. Oh yeah. In in the song, of course. Yeah. Well, the song out. is called "I Want My MTV." Yes. So they knew that was gonna. And they used that as a marketing thing for twenty oh, fucking years after fucking, that. They slayed with that fucking that one. That one little trick. Let's hey, let's just put that in the song. Mark in the lyrics or whatever. Cannot can. Yeah. Poor Steve. The stove. <laughs> I mean, I listen to music. Who do you listen to? I I, I like Mark Knopfner. What? You mean Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits? Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, Clearly K's, you're a K super is fan. Silent. The K is silent. The K is silent. <laughs> oh, God damn it. 
Uh, yeah, MTV. I, I don't want to get on that 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 train of people. Fucking MTV sucks now. It it does, but they just pivoted. They they they're a business. They had to pivot, and music videos just ended okay. up not being a thing. Here's anymore. how here's how bad I am. You ready? I'm going to ask the question. You're going to go really, Paul? You're asking that. Is MTV still a network? Yeah. What do they do? Mostly reality bullshit shows. Still. Okay. Which they, they were doing that a while back. They okay. created their own monster because as far as I'm concerned, they are, are the originators of non-scripted. But the reason for all that yes. nonsense. Like yeah. the, that spun, the Bachelor the, came from that The eventually. real world. The, the real, real world. world is where it came from, which yeah. I was just talking about this with some uh, uh, more uh, elder folks at the hospital. About the real world and how, like, which ones were our favorite, and, and then like the golden era of the real world was like, like the first one, and that was in New York. Second one was in L.A. That one got a little bit better, but the third season was in San Francisco, and that's when National where it got really puck. You remember that guy, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. blonde guy that nobody fucking liked, the like right. bike messenger guy. Yeah, uh, and then Pedro, who was like the one of the first. I mean, he looked like a dick too. He did look like a dick. Yeah. He was a dick. Yeah. Um, Pedro was the 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 Puerto Rican guy who's gay and he was he had he had HIV and he ended up about uh, a I remember this. Few I haven't year, thought about couple, this in years. A couple of years later, yeah, he died, ended up dying yep. of AIDS and like he was one of the first people. Him and um, uh, Magic Johnson and Ryan White, those three people are the ones that brought HIV and AIDS to the forefront of the national discussion. I Before that, Magic it was like Johnson a weird, shameful sure. thing. But Magic Johnson got it from sleeping with women, mm-hmm. uh, which was quote unquote socially acceptable. And, you know, at the time, and Ryan White got it, you know, several years before from a blood transfusion, which is, oh, oh he was a yeah. kid. And he got it. Da, 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 da. But Pedro from the real world was the one who brought it to said, this is this is a thing. And like, yes, I'm gay, but that's not what I that doesn't. And, and I have HIV or AIDS. I, I'm not uh, that doesn't define me because the dude was fucking brilliant, super sweet, had a long term uh, partner. Like and that really generated and I, I have friends of mine that you know that are that are that are uh, LGBTQ and all the other letters that have said that that guy is a hero in that community because it, he was one of the first ones to really spark the national conversation because he said, "What are you going to do? Beat me up? I'm already going to die of AIDS." Right. He literally said that on fucking MTV. He's like, right. "I like you." There's nothing you can say that can hurt me more than what AIDS is going to do. I wonder if that was, and I was totally fucking, unscripted. You know, it just, it, just I kind of wonder. In the early years, I actually read a book. I can't. No, I mean that statement thing. when he said that. You kind of uh, wonder if he said that after he was off the real world. So I'm fairly certain okay. he was. Yeah, like that. Um, he, I, 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 I don't. So I don't think it would have been scripted. You know, I'm sure he came up with that. Sure. But it was in some. It was in, in, in like an interview with. I think it might have been like uh, Baba Wawa or something like the, the, the. You know what I mean? Like Barbara yeah. Walters. I think. I think it was somebody. It like was a that big that interview. Was it was a big interview. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, he was real. You know, he was like. Uh, you know, he kind of. I think he died a few months later. He did not look good. Mm-hmm. And you know. Uh, but anyway, so like the real world was like a. That was a. That was a big thing. But unfortunately, it created this fucking monster that brought us to the Kardashians with, thank fucking God, that's over. God, They've been on for fucking 12 stupid seasons or some shit. Maybe 18. I fuck, I don't know. So back to my MTV question, though. Do do they have parts during the broadcast day where it is videos? I have no idea. This is just a weird question. I thought I've never even thought of MTV. I I don't think of, like, I can't remember the last, like, music video that I saw that was current. And I don't know. Oh, no, I take that back. I'm being stupid. I think it maybe be the caffeine or lack of sleep. No, uh, they still there's still videos. 
I don't know if they're played on MTV. Because uh, did you do you know who Cardi B is? I know. Yes, the name. Do you know what WAP is? The wet ass pussy. Have you heard okay. this song? No, probably have. Oh my god, I probably have, but I didn't know it was called WAP. This the song, the fucking video for it, like, makes me want to pull out twenty dollar bills and just throw it at people. Like it's fucking okay. So. There's a Let's guy on the big screen, lo-fi, lo-fi. That fucking TV has that TV has the worst speakers I've ever heard in my it's, entire life. It's really it's bad. It's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> there's still music videos being made. I don't think it's as common as it used to be, and I'm not sure if there's any if, if MTV has a block like, of time. It, it became a major industry where you were required. You had to make you a had fucking to make video. Videos. If you were going to make it, you had to make videos. Well, remember Michael and it Jackson's cost money. Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yes, that was like the first one of the first long form, you know, music which videos. would cost millions of dollars to produce, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and then like there was uh, <clears throat> the the in the I remember in the nineties it was like a it was like every couple weeks there was somebody coming out with a uh, more expensive, heavier produced, yeah. long form video, eight, nine, ten minutes, and long. they would promote with a new whatever new was coming out. Everybody went many many people were at home watching the moment that video, yeah. Came out. And they premiered like uh, it was a huge deal. The Michael Jackson video uh, with uh, him and uh, Janet Jackson, where so they're like it, in space. That was like the most expensive. Music was that a video Janet Jackson earth? song that he was on featured on? Oh, like it was for her album or shit? I can't remember because he was on a couple of her her songs, I believe. Oh my god, I can't remember. Oh dear. Oh, that's bad. I can't. Oh I, dear. I I can't remember, but I know they were in space, and it was supposed to be expensive. And then somebody won that one up them, and then like Puff Daddy, when he was still Puff Daddy, instead of Diddy or P Diddy or mm-hmm. Pork Chop Diddle or whatever he goes by now, maybe he goes by Sean. I don't know. Um, <laughs> his name is no. I just go by Sean Combs now. <laughs> like you're always wow, gonna be he, you're always gonna be Puff Daddy. Well, that was a journey when you started your naming. Yeah, you're, right. Now we're like back to Sean. Out, it, was, it used to be it was Puff Daddy, then it was Puffy, <laughs> then it was P Diddy, then it was just Diddy, and now I think he's just back to Sean. <laughs> I I just can't keep track of all of his names now. I just he's not relevant now. He's back counting his money somewhere, but he's just really not at the forefront. Anyway, yeah, the, I don't know. I, I have to look into that. I need people to weigh in on this, but like, to we, find that, out that whole thing. You know, I know I'm older than that group would be aware now, but I mean, are there are there teenage people? That what do you call these people? What do you mean these people <laughs> that that watch a pre adult? Oh, oh my god, we're gonna have there's an M, there, there's a video premiere that's gonna that, this doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen it? like that. No, it's 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 all about uh, virality. So like you'll just have a video appear all out of nowhere on YouTube and, and it then just it goes gets shared nuts. and someone fucking and then it goes po- posted on there. fucking yeah. Instagram and let's see, does MTV. <laughs> Still is, a, does MTV still exist? Does MTV have an app? Does MTV play music videos? <laughs> These are the autofills options. Does MTV still have music videos on MTV? Oh my god! The MTV music block is three a.m. to nine a.m. Monday through Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Three a.m. to nine a.m. Oh God damn it! Well, and that's why uh, fucking MTV is not that great anymore. It was a huge deal though. We're talking about huge deals, like when you said be with somebody. That reminded me, you talked about MTV. That's yeah. when this conversation started. MTV was a major, major player in network. They had news. It would. They had real news. Kurt for, Loader, man. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and my girl Tabitha Soren. Oh my God, Tabitha Soren. Still to this day, she's probably eighty, and I don't right. care. 
But like those, I always felt bad for Kurt Loder because Kurt Loder had uh, like as much, just as uh, you know, what I'm talking about. You remember yes. Kurt Loder, right? He was one of the older, regular, normal looking. Yeah, guys, he was probably in his 40s yep. in the like in the early and mid 90s. And guys, he's still around. His pedigree, like his background in journalism, is pretty impeccable. Yeah, and it's like. I mean, it's every bit as good as like fucking Brokaw or any of those other he, guys. He delivered like the news and he did music news, but I think he, he also did a little bit of real news he on broke, MTV. He did. I no, think. they absolutely did because the MTV news. It was like a, usually like fifty or fifty-five after the hour, like that coming back from mm-hmm. like the last commercial break. Mm-hmm. They did MTV news, and uh, but they also had like Friday night that like a weekend review, the mm-hmm. WIR, the weekend review. Him and Tabitha Soren did it, mm-hmm. and like it. It was legit news. He uh, he actually is the one that cut in and broke uh, the news of Kurt Cobain dying. Oh, I remember right. that. Yep. That was a big thing. Like it was a none of the other major like uh, networks broke that first. And because I, mm. I I don't know why, I just know that I remember reading that somewhere that he and he had trouble. Um, he had trouble like getting through that. Like you can find that clip where he's just like his voice is cracking because. Him and Kurt Cobain had sat down and did like a long form interview, which wasn't a thing back then. Now we have, you know, Rogan and all these other people doing long form interviews. It just wasn't a thing to do that with a musician mm-hmm. back then. And they had like a 90 minute interview where it was just like completely uncut, um, like unedited. Like you could listen to. I remember watching the unedited version probably after like 10 o'clock at night. And you hear him say shit and fuck and all this other and like kind of pi- just, pioneering in a way, very a much bit, so. And that was know. Kurt Loader, man. Kurt Loader was the shit. I, I don't even. I wonder what he's doing See, now. You remember how you and I ruined uh, 2020? Remember that? Yes. Okay. So this happened with me and my friend Tommy back in South Carolina when I lived there, because that's when because we kind of announced to ourselves, we said, you know what, this is what we're going to do this year. We're going to fly one of their airplanes they have. We're gonna we're gonna go find where where uh, Guns and Roses is playing. And we're gonna uh, uh, Nirvana. We're gonna. That's who we're gonna oh, see this year. No, and that they're the same fucking year that that that, that Axl Rose spun out of control. Yeah, and then and Kurt, Kurt Cobain, Cobain shot died. himself. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of happened. Shit. I've done this before, Joe. I've ruined. Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How old do you think Kurt Loder is? Now he's going to be. Well, I'm just going to do the math because you've already talked about this. So hold on a second. Uh, like eighty, seventy-five. Yeah, I was thinking in my head that he would have been like maybe sixty or something like that. No. You have a current, you have a current picture of him. Yeah, does yeah. he look like Kurt Loder? I mean, he still looks like Kurt Loder. He just looks older. What's well, not yeah. bad? It's not really? bad. Like, I just didn't. I was like, fuck, in seventy five. Uh, what he's doing now? He's hosted the Sirius XM radio show True Stories since two thousand sixteen. Whoa! So yeah. what, what channel would that be? Uh, like, like what? I don't know. I would like to know what because I've got Sirius XM. I'd like to know what. Yeah, I know. I absolutely I'll be, knowing him, it's probably <clears throat> quality journalism, like you said. You were saying, you know what I mean? It's probably decent stuff, dude. He was drafted into the army. He was drafted, nineteen sixty four. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking. Just got. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Picked yeah. up or something. <laughs> but if he's got a show on satellite uh, radio, it's probably a decent show. You know, yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to. We gotta check that out. Yeah, on my. Uh... Loader was the first to break the news of Kurt Cobain's death. He interrupted regular programming to inform viewers that Cobain was found dead. Wow, I yeah. He I, he's fucking he like he's somebody that I got news from. Like these like mm-hmm. probably the first person that I ever gave a shit about when it came like when he would speak and talk about the news because it was somewhat relevant. You're not gonna watch Tom to bro. Tragic news. Cheryl Ford died today, and I'm gay. Chopped up by a 
<laughs> Airplane propeller. Oh, come on. Oh, God. See, and I got to, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what station. So I just says Sirius XM. That's mm. weird, though. I would love to know if it's still on, what channels it's on and what time. That interests me. I'm very interested in this. I mean, seriously, he was a quality dude. He is. He still is, and he's on Sirius, but I, I can't seem to find. That's so fucked up how it doesn't say. Oh, he shares uh, some of the best true stories from his years in the business on volume. It's the volume station, whatever volume. I don't think I have that one pre-programmed It's probably in my one channels. of the new, it's probably or not. It's one of the news ones, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I think. Volume. I will have volume. to look that up. Anyway. Yeah. And now, well, I don't fucking know. Where's Tabitha Soren at these days, <laughs> now folks? Now let's think. Oh, man. I, I just, I just, I, I think she was probably the first redhead that I was just like, oh, that's a hair color? Okay. All right. <laughs> 12-year-old Jobo was like, nah, okay. it's like when a, like It's like when a toddler discovers their other hand. You know, it's like the, they look at it, whoa, <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> Didn't know they had two hands. Do you remember Look Who's Talking? Remember yes, those movies? Yes. <laughs> Bruce Willis voiced the baby. Yes. He's like, oh, so I got uh, five fingers here. I got five fingers here. And then that one finger down there. But that one's way better to play with than the other nine, like other ten fingers. And it's like, okay, Son of a okay bitch. you know that I have a cat now. Yes, I, I'm aware. Everybody does. The That's whole... why I take Claritin before I come over here. Gotcha. So automatically now what happens is, is because, you know, the way the world is now cat videos come up on youtube i, I you don't have to search these out they just they literally just, like day one yes, video video yes. number two. First video was like an elephant so i'm going wow cat Cats. videos okay so i would watch a couple and one of them is this kitten which is it just fun it ties into what we just talked about yeah it's kind of laying on its back and it's like in a soft pillowy thing right it's yeah. a black and white it's a very small kitten and it's kind of playing with its tail okay because it's that's what kit, my right. cat still does that yeah you know it's like yeah, it looks like it's on cat drugs, and all of a sudden it starts realizing it's got a tail or something. But this cat, this kitten, was looking at its, you know, playing with its front paw, and uh, you know, licking it and kind of biting it, and then the other paw, and then the third, and all, and the, then all this fourth lower foot, fourth lower foot, lower leg, the remaining lower leg, the kind of kind of raises the aft, up, the and, aft, and, 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 starboard aft, right leg. Didn't really think about it, but the cat all of a sudden looks over at it, and his eyes get real big, and it's like. <laughs> like, like he discovers oh, here's a one more. Leg. There's holy shit. There's another one, <laughs> right? It's such a stupid, silly fucking. It's, it's funny though, right? Have you ever heard the cats that can kind of talk? Yeah, like it's, the it's one, really weird. One yeah. I discovered the other night. Is like, there's the, two of them talking like, look, back and look. forth to each other. Oh, it's not loud enough. It almost is. It, it sounds like a, like a southern lady going, "Well, hi." Let me turn it up. But there's one that's got two that are kind of doing that back and forth. Well, hi. <laughs> and it's like this little tabby. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe the cat can speak. There's also one where it's got two of those two cats. They're they're like going back and forth. Like it's a conversation. Which and is. They're not meowing. It's it, like noises like that. They're like, yeah, they, almost like you. they must be communicating they have on to some be communicating, level. Which is weird. Yeah strange maybe they're just arguing over like the price of tuna wouldn't it be funny like right. there's like the like two jewish cats just pissed off because of the price of tuna <laughs> they don't have to shop joe cat why 
It's supposed to be a joke. Oh. Suspend reality for half a fucking second, will oh, you? Okay, I got it. Ah, damn. <laughs> you always got to do that. You always got to bring me back to fucking reality. I like, don't like if reality. If a cat went shopping, it would have a lot of cans of tuna, though, wouldn't it? It would just be boop. It would be boop, all tuna, and then boop. like, and then he'd go to Sam's. He goes to Sam's Club for his catnip because he's got a catnip infection. Infection. God damn it! A catnip addiction. And he's like, I gotta go to, gotta go to hey, Costco. Addictions are kind of like affections. There's a play on words there. You can make a song out of that. Addiction. Addiction. Infection. infection. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. There's a there's a song waiting to happen right there. Anyway. Anyway. We're back. We were on. Did you find uh, what's her name? No, Tabitha Soren. Yeah, did yeah. You, uh, does she? Yeah, she just lives a quiet life now. She's uh, she's got three kids, and none of them are mine. What does she look like? Let's see what she. Uh, what she? Uh, I I didn't find a modern picture of her. It's just like a. Has she scrubbed the internet to? Uh, she scrubbed no, the web dude, to get all the new well, pictures. off. First of off, she's like, uh, fifty. She's fifty three. So she's not nearly as old as uh, Kurt Loder, obviously. Ooh, yes. Oh God! Who is it that that, that that's a that one? That's a oh, Caitlin K- Collins. Caitlin Collins, yeah. Paul's got a thing for these these newscasters, man. These reporters and Caitlin. They have brown hair. Yeah, look at has, look at her hair. She, look at her. She, I, she's wearing a sensible turtleneck. Yeah, which I love turtlenecks on women. Saying. So strange. It is. Look, so like, but look at so it. She looks like, professional, sexy, and professional. She's a sexy. Turtlenecks and clavicles and eyebrows it, that I love. <laughs> like, you're just like, it's a terrible but look fucking. Look at her hair. Isn't her hair wonderful? Her hair's her. It's a beautiful, like, chestnut. I like yes. I, I get it. She's a true autumn. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that, uh, like, a medium kind of brown jacket over top. All right, now I'm turning my cell phone. Over top of a maroon. That's darker yeah, than maroon. Let's say it's a. Uh, Plum. A, Call it plum. Plum. It's like a plum, a <laughs> plum, plum turtleneck. turtleneck. Well, I was plum surprised. I didn't hey, know how oh, to turn. Look, look at her earrings. They're big oh, old hoops. She's got big hoop oh, earrings. Oh, they're kind of hidden though. Oh my god! Will you <laughs> fucking relax? Okay, you're you're gonna shit when you see Tavasaur now. I think she looks better now. Twenty years later. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can she's you? I mean, like right. I should have gotten together with Tavasaur. Uh, she's probably heavily chance. filtered though. That's not that doesn't look filtered at all. You see all the wrinkles and everything. Okay. Right. But uh anyway. Oh, Tavis Sorn. It's <laughs> And then VH one came out. VH one in the beginning, which is still kinda like this. VH one in the beginning was Snooze Fest. It was for my parents. It was. It was not my parents, it was for our parents. Like, like the, what, the parents. What, you know what, what would mean? be the, the quintessential prototypical song that would be on VH one? Something by Phil Collins. There you go. Yeah. No yeah, one no hates shit. Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's not edgy enough for but you. But not not Rocky Phil Collins. Not like rock and rocky, roll. Like, <laughs> rocky. Not rocky. I, just, I, I envision Phil Collins in short shorts beating up. Well, he's so small in English. <laughs> he's not. He's like Rocky Phil Collins. He's not beating up like sides of beef. They're he like is, just smaller lamb. <laughs> like in a smaller. He is a slight of man. He is a small guy, but yeah. I guarantee you he slays it or did. Right. So Phil Collins will be... Uh, like a, what we another Enya would be Enya be Enya? on VH1. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Enya. Um, you know what though? Like VH1, VH1 Classic was always a really cool uh, station. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. They kept spinning these off pretty quickly, and then there was MTV2 that came. MTV2 out, was the shit for like five years yeah. because that's the only place that I could ever see stuff that I actually was listening to. You could see anywhere from you know bad religion to the descendants to like like early like uh, uh like weird jam bands like tra- or like tragically hip I don't know if you're familiar with those guys Not Canadian that one, band no. tragically hip uh, but it also like 
MTV2 was where you had more underground stuff or stuff that was about to break. So they, they, would, they would go there, there and then it would move and to then MTV. And move to MTV. I do like a Radiohead, maybe early Radiohead, maybe. Guaranteed. On MTV creep. Too. Creep. Actually, that, the first time Radiohead's, you know, their first big hit was Creep, mm-hmm. which sounds like nothing else Radiohead ever did to the point where they didn't perform it live for like 20 years. Yeah, I remember that. So Creep was on Beavis and Butthead. That's, that's where it de- debuted. And people were like, what the fuck is this? And then it, it, MTV2 didn't even exist then mm-hmm. in the early 90s. And so it creep went over and just fucking, it, it just blew the fuck up. It's really interesting yeah. how a group can come out that's not well known. They have a song, you know, like how they just really connect with a song. That, that just yeah. all the fucking planets align. You know what I mean? It just, it just fucking works and it, it kills it, you know? And then a lot of one hit wonders come out of that kind of shit too. It's like they, they, for some reason they can't keep that going. They just can't do it. Handsome. Yeah. And some of them can just, it flows though. And some it of could, it, they could just have raw, like incredible talent, but only have one song that hits all the right notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Hanson was one of those. Those mm. guys are so fucking talented. It's not funny. Like those brothers, they had been singing and performing together since they were really, really young. They were only teenagers when they, when, when, uh, what was the name of that album? I didn't own it, but I had tons of friends that not friends. I had like g- female friends of mine that owned it because, uh, like the the summer that uh, I, I don't want to get it stuck in everybody's head, but Mbop, right? And oh now my, it's oh and, no. and now it's there. It's in your fucking head, living rent free now. Oh god, yeah, it's a good jam. When it comes to a pop tune, that's every bit as good as like any Whitney Houston song, any like even like a. Hot child in the city, like that mm-hmm. fucking that, like anything, like any of the poppy shit from the seventies, sixties, and seventies. Oh, I've got to remember who did that. Hot child in the city. I can't Nick, remember. Nick now. Gilder. Oh, that's right. Yep. Come on. Yes, remember right. we were at. Uh, the, remember, the, remember when we were at uh, Jarman Foss's house? It was me, you, Jarman, and Jeremy oh, Foss. Forty-five. And I, 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 we were drinking and said something like, uh, like, oh, you guys, because they're you guys are not so much, but you're enough older than me that like 45 signal singles and shit, that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. For you, no, it was very common for us. When we but were it younger, was, you guys we were, were like really young. 15 yeah. to like almost 20 years older than me yep. is just enough. But I only knew of Nick Gilder because my ex-girlfriend, like she, she was the baby of four. Mm-hmm. She had an older brother and sister. Like the, there's two older brothers and sisters, then there's a 20-year gap. Mm-hmm. And her mom had two more kids. So the older brothers and sisters are like your guys' age, and mm-hmm. she's my age, right? So she, I'm like, I don't fucking know who Nick Gill. I don't know pop music from the 70s. I kind of do now, but she was like, she would listen. I'd come up on an iPod. Like the fuck is this? And she's like, this is Nick Gilder. How do you looked at me like I'm an asshole because I didn't know who fucking Nick Gilder is. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we were sitting there, and I made a comment about Nick Gilder because I can I can drop that reference about Hot Child in the City. And I think Jeremy and leaves. Jeremy's like, I think I have that on forty five. He leaves, he goes, goes in the fucking garage and pulls a stack of forty fives, and he goes, the oh, here he goes, it is, got it right here." And I'm like, "Get!" The and we fuck fucking out played here. it. We're now we're playing forty fives and, and, for and played on the shittiest record player of all time. And we weren't weren't doing. We were just drinking, and then we made that little video clip, sent it to your daughter, and she goes, oh, are, you, "Are you guys on are the you, weed? You guys on the weed?" <laughs> So fucking funny. And we were not on the weed. No, we were just being dipshits just and having drinking beer. Beer, playing darts, listening to 45. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun night. Hot child in the city. Um, there was a, I saw a, uh, 
some of the fascinating documentaries on record producers. You know, some of the these are really cool on Netflix. You can find these things occasionally. But uh, Quincy Jones, I think he's on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And other other who was the Jewish guy? Surprising a Jewish guy in the record. Clive business. Davis. Clive Davis. Yeah, that was incredible. His fucking repertoire. People that he quote discovered. Clive Davis isn't Jewish. He's black. But wait, I mean, no, no, wait, hold wait. on a minute. What am I talking about? Oh my are god! You thinking about uh, the white Jewish guy that was Whitney Houston was his big get. Oh. Big, um... Not not, Ge- not Geffen. Uh, bald. Yes. Looks Jewish. Guy. He, he's bald. He's. He, yes. I know he's bald. Oh my god. He. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I. I it's well, beyond he, me. I can't anyway, remember. It was really, anyway. It's really interesting early on how he got into the record business, and he talked about it on this documentary. It's on MTV. Have you seen this documentary? I don't think so. It's really fucking. It. I love that kind of shit because he was. In, he worked for. I don't know what company it was. And it had a legal department. He was like an attorney. And part of the legal department was taking care of some record record. I don't know what it was. And so they gave it to them. And then they dissolved it. And then they had a new department. Some new re- They decided to have do more records. I don't know what it was. And they went, oh, you've done this before. Yeah, about five minutes, ten, five years ago. All right, we're well, going to take care of the whole department. Anyway, he just happened to have a, a, na- fucking- a knack for it. And yeah. he just he started going and seeing some of these. And he just did it. It, it, it was he was filling this massive void, and he was helping promote. And he would, it just kind of he said it just kind of fell into his lap, and he kind of ran with it. You know, it was one of those things. God, what the fuck is his name? Yeah, it's gonna bug me. Anyway, I was watching one of those shows, um, and there was a guy. I can't remember the record producer. They were interviewing him, but there was you know they always think they're gonna have you know they know there's gonna be a big hit, and I've got this. I think he's a, a pretty good talent, but he's kind of a one hit wonder. Black guy back in the nineties. And his big song was uh, "Wishing Well." Oh, um, Ter- uh, Terrence Trent Darby. Yes, yeah. They they knew, quote unquote, knew that guy was a talent was going to fucking be boom, and it, that was it. Kind and of that one hit wonder. That one hit wonder. But he he said some dumb shit. Did he? If really? I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. Is that what kind he of said sunk something? Him? He said he made like a John Lennon bigger than Jesus kind of thing. Like oh shit, one of those. He got dumb the big ass- head too too quick. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're Terrence. Wait, is that Terrence yes, Trent Darby? Ter- yeah, it is. Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, because yeah, he. Uh yeah. yeah, I think that was him. That it's a did good that. song. It's a solid song. You know, wishing well, whatever. You know, it's it was well produced and well, uh, well written. It was him, and I don't know. I have no idea how his other stuff is from that album, and he probably was only one album wonder. That was '87 is when that came out. Okay, I'm trying to remember what like what he said or what he did because he he was incredibly talented. Yeah, uh, and he just, and everybody thought he was one of the next big acts you know that was going to be like it was a guarantee it was almost a you know they everybody he, he had the sound had the look had the stage presence all that stuff they said oh this is easy we're gonna make millions of dollars off this guy i know what it was okay darby expressed a high opinion of his debut album claiming that it was the most important album since the beatles sergeant pepper oh good god after the comments leaked to u.s media outlets he stated that most of what he said was exaggerated but that it is sometimes necessary to quote hit people over the head, end quote, to get their attention. The album earned him a Grammy, blah, 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 Brit Award, and then was his second album sold 3,000 copies in four months. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, ouch. And he was dropped from his label. Well, you know, don't be a fucking dick. Ooh. Ooh. He has too many apostrophes in his name. That's the problem. Terrence Trent Darby. Right. No. Uh, there was another. I, I would one. like to actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go a little deeper on that album and see and see if there's some other good. <laughs> You're gonna go deeper on the Terrence <laughs> Darby album. <laughs> okay, Paul. That reminds you me. Need you need a fucking girlfriend God or something. Damn it. No, go deep on this album. That's Why like you when you deep were on somebody. You were at that brewery album. and they happen to have Bud Light on tap, and you said you wanted a taster of Bud Light. <laughs> 
I'm going. And then I did a full on beer fuck? review. Yeah, they had they had like. I mean, I I actually stopped what I was doing, whatever it was. I turned to Joe. And just started looking at him. Mike, remember, uh, mailman Mike looked at me and he's like, if you drink that, I'm going to make you fucking walk home. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to pick it apart. And I did a full on beer review. And of you it. It, was just, like, it, it smells was just like a, nothing, tastes like nothing. It was justifiable, though, because you said, I really haven't had this beer in a long time. I hadn't. I, I it, wouldn't mind, actually, because it's here on tap. What and the I was, fuck? I was probably like, at that point, probably six or seven years deep into like craft beer, home mm-hmm. brewing fermentation stuff like that and at that point blackbridge had opened so it was like working on it kind of like in the in kind of in the professional sense too uh and learning all of the professional quirks of of brewing beer so i'm like you know what and that's one of the things like most people in the craft beer that are in the industry not enthusiasts but in the industry the only the only um compliment that we'll throw at like the big three you know your bud miller and coors about the only compliment we'll give them because they are predatory they do shitty things sure we talked about on here ad nauseum they do shitty things to small mom and pop breweries because we're cutting into their market share and yep. have and fucking rightfully so and out of survival they're oh, gonna try to buy or eliminate by or the way do something end of year 2020 mm-hmm. so now and they started calculating 2003 so in 17 years they've gone from less than uh one percent to twenty one percent, twenty one percent of the market of the That's a of chunk. beer in, that is in the a United large States. Large chunk. No wonder they're freaking the fuck out. Anyway, yeah. um, so uh, the the only compliment that most uh, people in the craft beer industry will give the the big boys is engineering wise. Like the fact that, that it's, they're consistent they're, as hell. They're, the consistency is disgusting. Like it's so so amazing. Yeah, and not just that. Like. It's not consistency coming from one brewery. It's consistency from all over the place. Budweiser has two or three giant breweries in China because Bud Light is China. the number China. Bud Light is the number one beer sold in China. That's that's Holy a huge crap. fucking market. Yeah. So, yeah. So like well, Chinese beer has never been that famous, shall we say? Not just, really. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I've and, had some Chinese. Oh beer. yeah, yeah. So Ching, like, Ching, Qingdao's okay, and I, if I remember correctly, uh, Qingdao's one, and I can't remember. That's the big one. But a- anyway. Uh, yeah, so I said, fuck it. Let's let's try try Bud Light. Try Bud Light on tap at, Taste, a, at a brewery. <laughs> and I was like, let me get a taste of Bud Light. And the guy's like, fucking really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then you look at me and Mike looks at me like I'm just getting to get, catching tons of shit from you guys. But I and I justified it and said, you know, it's been it's been probably a decade since I've had Bud Light. We shit on their products all the time. I How cannot, about I, I just I, I, that may be the last time that I, I probably try to sip out of your taste or yeah. two. I imagine. I think I the was, last time I was given one. I was at a concert. I think it was at a concert, and uh, was like, "Yeah, what do you got for uh, beers?" And they're like, "Well, we just kicked this keg of this and this and this." And it was like three Vegas local beers. I'm like, "Shit, well, what do you got?" He's like, "I said, do you carry uh, Miller Coors or Budweiser?" He's like, "Budweiser." I'm like, "Fuck." So I ordered a, a Bud uh, Heavy, like regular standard yeah, Budweiser. Bud Heavy. <laughs> well, as opposed to Bud Light. I understand. So I got a Bud Heavy, and I drank it, and I'm like, well, this is not awful, but it's not as good. It, I don't prefer it as much as I like Coors Banquet. Like Coors, oh, Coors Heavy. Banquet is solid. Coors Banquet will always be a great yep. go-to beer. If, But I, I don't want to – honestly, if I'm the crowd pleaser is always Miller Light. My, always my, Miller Light. My, my two college beers were Miller Light, and then my roommate's father worked for Pabst. Oh, so shit. we had we had PBR. PBR, hell yes. He'd bring back literally trunk like old nineteen seventies trunkfuls of Pabst beer. Oh my god! When he would come back on a Sunday night, we'd unload it, and we had no room in the refrigerator, so we had to get our neighbors involved, and they would yeah. store the beer. It was he was pretty popular. All this Pabst, 
for Pass free. Pabst is a solid beer. Yeah. That's like the Pabst revival came like about 10 years ago and it became a quote unquote hipster beer. Like you go to college campuses everywhere. Everybody's drinking Pabst. Why? College kids are fucking poor, and Pabst is like the best of the low end, like cheap beers. Like you can got Milwaukee's best and Bush and all that stuff. I'd love to see their uh, uh, graph of their scale, you know, of their sales, uh, how it really just all of a sudden, like, what the fuck? We're selling twice so much now as you were two years ago. What the hell? It's fucking incredible, I'm sure. Because it was a big. And I remember, uh, I remember uh, um, after. Going the first real craft beers locally in Atlanta again it was Sweetwater. Now we I'll tell you about that. Yep. But uh, after you would fly glider, I would go to this these glider fields and fly my sailplane. But people would always have a have a cooler with them. And after they flew and they were talking about how wonderful the day was, everybody's wiping down their sailplanes and just blabbing the music. Someone's playing music, and you know you have a couple beers while you're yeah. bullshitting. And it's one. See, of the, I assume in that community with all the rich fucks, it's always like wine and expensive cheeses and shit. So. Alice would do that. She would bring wine. <laughs> See, I fucking I knew <laughs> yeah. I knew I wasn't off right. base in thinking that. But then I I started bringing. I thought now I'm drinking this uh, sweet water. So I was one of the first ones to bring really good beer to the glider port. Everybody else just had your standard again Miller, which wasn't yeah. bad or whatever it was. But I had these bottled sweet water beer, and I became very popular very rapidly. Well, I, I also I also had an iPod early earlier on, and I loaded down with what I thought would be kind of very appropriate sun going down. Like just aviate, you know, not nothing really hard rock. Like you Gordon know, Lightfoot, it would <laughs> maybe sundown. No, not that. Literally no. sundown. <laughs> but but more like, um, oh, what would be? What category of music would this be? I don't even know what to call it. But like it's air supply. Like no, no, to no, the no, 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 no. <laughs> like instrumental, very lofty kind of. Oh, some okay. Kind of like uh, really cool, whatever. Van- Vangelis. Maybe that would be like that, that's closer than air supply. It was closer to Vangelis than air supply. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't have like a live string quintet sitting there on yeah, a, just yeah. hanging out like. <laughs> so I had my Sweetwater beer, and I would have my a decent sounding system in whatever vehicle I I had with my music playing, and and everybody was there. Now all of a sudden, I became the cool kids' table on the grass glider field. And it was like, yeah, I'm, I wasn't even that young, but I'm like, oh, I know how to make you people happy. You people have the have the right kind of beer and the right kind of music, and because your music sucks, and so does your beer. Like nobody wants to listen to Garth Brooks again, Jerry. Right. Like we're done with it. We are done Fuck with Garth Jerry. Brooks. Jesus, put that away. Talented though, Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, weird. Not to be argued with, but yes, he's Chris Gaines was his highlight. Oh God, always you always have to bring that up. <laughs> When you're a fucking stepbrother and their actual brother, Chip Gaines. I should dress up like Chris Gaines on Halloween just to be. Oh, my God. Soul patch and everything. Yes, I would. I but then, but here's the thing, though. No, check this out. Yeah. You, But don't tell anybody what, who you are. Just show up and you're like, when did Paul get a what soul the- patch and dark hair? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and dress that? all in black and shit and then but then then like halfway through the night at like the costume contest or party <laughs> yeah. then you change into Garth, Garth Brooks Bro- you change back into Garth Brooks <laughs> with cowboy hat <laughs> I got friends in low places where the whiskey drink. oh my god I I really think that that could be a cool thing although now we just blew it out of the water I think, it the I think you brought up Chris Gaines to Chris Lay and he was like oh my god that was the coolest fucking weird thing ever it was a cool <laughs> concept just poorly executed it really i think if he did it just a little bit differently he could have pulled that off yeah was it 
Do people know what this whole thing was? I don't. I think there's a, maybe some listeners out there that don't know what we're talking Should we about. Just it's give like, them a quick Reader's Digest backstory. Like mid nineties. Uh, you know, Garth Brooks is on the top of his fucking game, but oh, he's yeah. also shoehorned or not shoehorned. He was pigeonholed into a box, selling of, out large stadiums for buku's amounts of money. I mean, he played to like seven hundred thousand people in Central Park. Yes, he did Central Park. Garth Holy Brooks. Holy shit! Yes, yeah. It was like you didn't measure by the number of people; it was how many acres they were covering. It was yeah. crazy. Yep. Um, and but he got put into this box of pop country music, and that's what he had to do. So he invented this alter ego, um, Chris Gaines. <laughs> Spelled just like my last name. And and at first when I saw it, I went, who's this guy? I had no idea it was Garth Brooks. When I first... He looked very emo with a soul patch. It's like an emo, <laughs> like an emo kid mixed with like a beatnik from the early 60s. He'd had 60s. more than one out. We, we went to this before probably three years ago on this show. Easily, yeah. And it was either one album or two. And and but he went on tour. He went on tour as Chris Gaines. That's it. No and Garth Brooks. You would not refer. You didn't refer to Mr. Gaines as Garth Brooks, right? You, you, it was. It, it was, was Chris. Always, it was Chris or Mr. Gaines. Ugh. Mr. Gaines. And the music was not good. I know you bought that album because it was you're that because, fucking guy, right? Because his last name. That was it. That's all it did for me. So I want to. It wasn't terrible, but no, no, no. Because he's a songwriter. Like no matter what. You but know, it would have been interesting. Think about it, how that would have gone though. If that would have gone somewhere, three or four pretty solid albums. With Chris Gaines, everybody knows it was Garth Brooks. That's what he would do: is show up yeah. and do that. It, it was fucking. It could have been really, really interesting. And then years later, you had guys like Wheeler Walker Jr. Yeah, that guy. He his his music is phenomenal. It's hilarious. Drop them out. Let me see them titties. Like he's a fucking such a good, <laughs> good fucking musician and singer and songwriter. But he's also a stand up comedian, and that's a character yep. that he's playing. He just combined and, and, it and said, "Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking brilliant." And but. Uh, Chris Gaines slash Garth Brooks, like what he that thing that he did on Saturday Night Live was fucking brilliant. Yes, it was. Where was it? Garth Brooks was the host, was the host, and, and Chris, Chris Gaines, Gaines was a musical was the guest. Musical guest. <laughs> and you didn't. There was no crosstalk. There was no. Everybody knew it was all tongue in cheek. But it, like Garth Brooks was like would would talk about this character as if it was someone outside of his body. Yes, so cool. And uh, it was really interesting. And Chris Gaines was like his attitude and affectation was completely different than Garth Brooks. He wasn't boisterous, goofy guy. He was very like. Somber. And it was so funny because I thought, oh, he's gonna crack up or he's gonna he's not gonna take him. He didn't. He break. was in fucking character. It was it was pretty amazing to see. Like, that part like, was the amazing part. Really. Yeah. Not his music wasn't really amazing, but his character him doing was kind that of was amazing. Pretty fucking cool. And he was trying to do like a Bowie kind of thing. Yeah, where you know Bowie would re reinvent himself every five or six years, and you know the Thin White Duke and the Crooners phase, and the fucking uh, 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 the Alien was a Ziggy Stardust. Like yeah. those were characters, but out of out like off stage, you would call him Mister Bowie or David or whatever Dave, Dave, mm -hmm. Davy, mm -hmm. whatever you call him. Garth Brooks didn't do that. Like you had when he went on tour as yeah. as Chris Gaines, he was Mister Gaines. Yeah, he was Chris Chrissy. Topher, whatever they called him, yeah. but he didn't. You didn't talk to him as Garth Brooks, and you didn't in interviews. They would try and ask him. And he's like, "Well, you know, I've never really met Garth Brooks like that." In interviews, when he would deny that he'd ever met Garth Brooks, I saw him in passing on Saturday Night Live, but otherwise, and the like, makeup was pretty good. I mean, you, you had to really look and look and look and go, "Is that fucking is that really Garth, Garth Brooks?" Brooks? <laughs> Here's what I would love, though. I would love to see Chris Gaines cover Garth Brooks in the style of Chris Gaines. <laughs> He's like, getting, now we're getting pretty meta. Friends in low places. <laughs> like, just like, just. just. 
I think on that note, we should fucking end, yeah, and end then, this show. And when you're uploading all, what, all your not, whatever this producing bullshit, the, not producer, because you're not the producer. I'm not the producer. The producer I, moved I'm, away. I'm, I'm just the editor. But he's yeah, still the producer, producer. He lives in Alaska now. You don't have to live close by to produce anymore. You know, That's it, true. It, it's a global, you know, it, everything is shrunken down. So we're going to watch. Speaking of, he just sent me a Snapchat. Uh, hopefully it's not his balls. That's hilarious. So we're going to watch Chris Gaines on uh, YouTube. And I implore you all to listen to the soothing sounds of Chris Gaines. Have a good night. Good night.